Hello and welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter this week, or as I like to call it, Two Robots and a Night Demon. One extremely annoying shift later. No, still nothing. Oh well, it is just me this week, so you're just going to have to put up with my voice talking to you all about Destiny 2. Unless... I got the date and the time wrong. Surely this is the date and the time that we all agreed on. Hmm. Maybe I said too early. Maybe I didn't. Who knows? Добро пожаловать, comrades, to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news and opinions. This is the лучший show for new and veteran apicunia like. Where we share tips, tricks and tools to help you succeed and enjoy the game even more. Now you know what we do. Let me introduce you to my comrades in arms. This door of opera ote. This stream America's no one response in real life. And the class and удивительно методомен. Oh, there he is. There's my buddy. I was just recording the hotfix in in our secret channel. Oh, okay. I didn't even see you in there. Yeah. No, I wasn't this one. And I saw both our other hosts pop up active in Discord and then go inactive in Discord again, even though I was sitting in this channel. So I was like, well, we have a ton to get through and no time to waste. True. That is true. And... For some reason, our um, our excess baggage isn't here. So, no. So, well, if they arrive, they arrive. But uh, I think we should go hit our twab and see how far we get. And then the build crafting, we can get to if we have time. But if not, we can hold off on that because it's, you know, we have time before lightfall drops. So those are all lightfall changes. And okay. and I don't want to confuse the poor respawn who's going to go. Why isn't this live? Why don't I have this new menu in the game on you know tomorrow when he picks it up? Let's face it, not he's not going to be the only confused person. Every, no. every time he does that though, he does say, "Well, you you we spoke about this last week. Why is it not live now in in front of my eyes?" So, and I figure if he's confused. Other people will be confused. So, well, it's I think a... he yeah, I think he is confused because he's not here. He is, and even even after we reminded him last night, going, "Hey, remember, tomorrow morning, look up, look at the channel where we, you know, discuss such things." I mean, I even looked in Twitch. There's no stream going on. He hasn't got up and prepared himself. Well, you know, the people get what the people get. Just like we there's did. no respawn report roundup this week because, honestly, I'm partially a little salty at Twitter for killing all the third party apps. So, I just no longer look at Twitter on my phone anymore or anything other than a computer. And honestly, I did take a glance this morning and most of the most of Twitter is going, I like this in the TWAB. I didn't like this in the TWAB. I really like this in the TWAB. I hated this in the TWAB. <laughs> so basically, that's the Twitter for this week. Ah, okay. So speaking of the TWAB, I, I guess that we should talk about the TWAB. So this week at Bungie for the 19th of January, 2023. Dun, 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 dun. Do, do we do like before we jump into the TWAB? Do we do we say what anyone might have missed? Did does anyone know that they might have missed stuff? There's, hey, there's grand I mean, master changes, and I'm sure 
if they listened to last week's episode, they knew this was coming. Because even Respawn was kind of, huh? What? Yeah, they they did. Yeah, there's there's yeah, you know, you know, all, all the things Respawn and I waffled on last week of going, hey, there's some there's some reduced costs to uh to focus things. They're lowering the door to get into the Grandmaster. Now they're gonna smash you once you get into that door, but they're gonna at least lower the door to let you in. Hmm. They made the Gambit Triumph, you know, Gambit Gilding Triumph easier for people who have, you know, just been been delaying it. I understand you're waiting to the end of the season to knock it out. So I appreciate yeah. them making that change. I appreciate that, yeah. Oh, and don't forget they did go Oprah on everybody and give out all the armor mods that they could. They did. You get a mod, and you get a mod, and you get a mod. But you can't go and look in your collections to see if you've got that mod. You just have it. It's it's like owning something, but not knowing that you own it. You bought it. You swear you bought it. It's sitting in your driveway, but you don't have a receipt or any any paperwork to to support this. It, it's just there. It's just there. You get to enjoy it. And there was some important Bungie store updates. We, they're not covering them again. So you know, if we haven't yeah. checked them out, you've got to go and check it out. Basically, which I'm pretty sure is just um, as Respawn has moaned about. Things are taking a while because of global supply chain is still not supplying in a chain like fashion. It's more like a couple links here and a couple links there, here a link, there a link, everywhere a link, link. But the thing you order may not arrive for quite some time. That is your update. Which also, there's just a bunch of new stuff. That's basically how the bungee store has always worked. I mean, I I ordered a pin once. It literally took six months. It was like where is this pin? You know, I've got an emblem in game, but I haven't got the pin for it yet. It's like, that is ridiculous. But yeah, yeah they, the they just want you to really enjoy it by the time it shows up. Yeah. And there's, there's a bunch of new stuff in the store. And when, before life all drops, a bunch of stuff will be leaving the store at the end of the season. So if there is a thing, you know, if there's a, if there's a plus little docky you want or a pin or a shirt or, you know, any of the things you want to order, make sure you're doing that before the end of the season. You've got some time. But just don't when, wait until the very the last second. Is February 28th, 7th? Like fall drops on the 28th, so the 27th? Normally it's so, around midnight, isn't it? They say cutoff is at midnight at this time and like the season ends kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah. So, so don't wait. Don't wait until that end. I, I'd say, I say you have until, I'd say you have about 30 days from now. So wait until about February 20th. Not much further than that. Or here, mm. go until Valentine's Day. <laughs> Do it before Valentine's Day. After that, you know, all bets are off. You're going to forget. It's going to be, you know, February. You're going to be in March. All of a sudden, life all will be here. And you'll go, oh, I meant to I meant to order my dog. And now it's gone forever. The one thing we didn't mention is the Iron Banner update after one week of Fortress. Now, was was I the only person that when I saw in the TWAB when it came up and they said, we, we you know, we've got this new game mode Fortress and you just wait until Keitel gets involved. And... I assumed that there would be Cabal on the battlefield. Just just an assumption, because there was a picture, I'm sure, going back in my head, I thought I saw Cabal and turrets, and they were saying you have to destroy turrets and things. I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. No Cabal, just turrets. And yes, I did get smashed by the bully several times. As a good player should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely remember seeing the turrets, and I definitely remember seeing the drop pods. So I'm sure in all of our brains we were like, "Oh, there's a drop pod. Thus, there are cabal. They're going to come out of that drop pod." Yeah, maybe no, it's not just fun. just turrets. Fair enough. And more importantly, the drop pods, the end game boss of all of Destiny. 
I mean, it does give you a countdown. And initially I was like, do I have to go and stand where it's saying that I need to go to? <laughs> Which I think I, I, like many people. Mm -hmm. Go stand here. There's a treat coming for you. That does the treat, you know, can the treat break my, my Titan bubble? That's what I want to know. <laughs> initially, that's what I wanted to know. After getting smashed the first time, I was like, can I just stand here with the bubble? No, I can't. Can I stand no. here in a warlock well? Nope. No, not even that warlock. So there you go. Nope. I've answered those Squ questions for you. Squishes the sword, splashes the well, and then you're just dead. Oh, and don't forget there's a friendly reminder from the security team. Don't mess about. If you've been banned, it's because there's a there's a, a definite reason why you have been banned. There are many things that they do to find out that people are being dodgy and silly and you know, just don't do it. Yeah. And and, and a reminder, even if if it's still your account, whether, as I say, your fingers are on the keyboard or the controller or not. So if you've given your account to somebody else to say, hey, do this for me, run this raid, take me a follow some trials. Hey, I'm going to be out for the weekend. Uh, my buddy's going to do this thing for me. Just remember, if you're giving your account away, you're also responsible for anything that person does. And if they do a naughty thing, it's still you who are, who are going to get blamed for it. Exactly. So just, just don't do it. It's not worth it. Oh, and did you, you sunk a lot of time in. Did, did you catch the trailer that came at the beginning of this week with going to Neomuna and seeing the environments? Because if you, you missed it... You know, I, I almost top. missed it. I almost missed it, but I did open YouTube and the entire front page was this trailer in about 77 different languages. So I made sure I saw it. <laughs> Which language did you pick? I actually picked the both. I, I watched it in the in the US and UK version just out of curiosity if it was any different. And I didn't detect... Any differences at all? No, no jaunty accent, oh. no different wording. It just seemed to be the exact same. Now, I, now I did pull up like you know the the Brazilian Portuguese one, and yeah, that was in Portuguese, which I could not understand. But I was like, if you're gonna give a US to UK version, what's the point? Other than maybe I guess maybe people might be. I guess if you're subscribed to a different channel, they need to put the trailer everywhere just in case so everybody sees it. True. But yeah, it's very interesting with the different um, environments and just, I mean, uh, naturally, I assumed that the environments are just going to be all nice, clean and fresh and bright. And uh, most of them are, but then there are some that have been destroyed by the invading forces. And like, oh, that's interesting. And lots of maybe things to come back to in like six months time. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm happy to. What did they say at one point? We've been fighting through like, you know, different laboratories different science stations. I'm excited to, to fight for, through something that was a little more like, like Titan, the planet, just a little more lush and green and, you know, neon having some, having some life to it. So we'll see if it's, if it's, you know, splattering of color in a science station, or if it's a full lush, rich, you know, non-science station environment we get to play through. So Bungie has hired Bob the Builder for an exclusive deal to revamp build crafting in Destiny. So they have put out in addition to the twelve this week, an entire build crafting evolved article on the same same day, January eighteenth, that the, the, the hotfix came out, where they go over a lot of details about build crafting. Now I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this very clearly. This is not live in the game right now. This is coming to the game in Lightfall. So as you're cruising through Neomuna in the beautiful neon green and, and brightly covered, brightly colored environments, then you'll get to enjoy your new build crafting. 
Not yet. It is not live yet. It comes live in Lightfall. So in Lightfall, this is what we're going to see. There's, you know, Bungie has just revamped the build crafting and honestly the build system and the anti-champion system and the loadout system. You know, this is really where we're getting a whole new destiny. They're revamping all of the things. And they're trying to hit a couple of high points where basically, you know, they unlocked all of the all the mods for everybody in this in this last week, except for you know raid and, and artifice armor mods, basically you know end game activities, because they want you to be able to build craft. They want you to be able to work on these loadouts, and they're looking at two two big things. And you know they're going to dive into in this article is one is just your loadouts and your mod customizations, of you can now build loadouts in game, and they're revamping how all the mods work, and also just consolidate, consolidate, consolidate. Basically, they say you know. They've been building this mod system and build crafting system, you know, sort of piecemeal, you know, as they go over the last number of years. And it's, it, it looks like it, you know, it's like it's been tacked on and this has been tacked on top of it. Oh, we added this and we took this piece away. And now it's just like, you know, staggering Jenga tower of mods and builds. So they're trying to simplify that and actually say, we're going to give you a coherent system that we're going to build from the ground up and not just, you know, tack on a piece every year over the last, what have we been playing this since 2017? <laughs> So it's going to simplify all that. And if we have time today, we'll get into the build crafting and what they're actually doing. And if not, we'll hold it for another week because you've got plenty of time before life all gets here. But if you are interested, we'll link, we'll link in the show notes, but just go to Bungie.net site. And there's a whole build crafting evolved article where they go over in depth what all these changes are they're planning to make for Lightfall. And they've got some other goodies. They're going to gonna put some more carrots on six for people because Rumble's returning, Catalysts are changing, Exotic Glaive goodness, and more. So again. As we head towards Lightfall next month, Lightfall next month, we're going to have a few updates they're excited to share. As a small preview, they're going to talk about Red Borders, the Dredging Gilding, Rumble being back, Blue Woes, Year 3 Catalyst, Glaive Exotic Crafting, and more. So the first thing that they mentioned in the hotfix is Red Border drop rates. So on January 18th, the hotfix went live in game, making it easier for players to get the Red Borders they crave in all raids and craftable weapons in the Duality Dungeon. So they say stay tuned for additional information, but they did up those drop rates. So hopefully if you've been, if you've been running through Deepstone Crypt and Duality and things, trying to get your craftable weapons, hopefully you're seeing a bump in bump of drop rates. Maybe, hopefully. They don't say what the bump was, but just there was a bump, period, full stop. All right, all right, all right. Faster dredging title gilding, which I know, I know all of you would be dredgings out there. I just have just been waiting for this. You don't want to get your 30 wins. That's a lot. So they're changing it to just 50 match completions with a bonus credit for wins. That's it. So at a minimum, this will reduce the number of wins you need by five. And most players will require significantly fewer games where they're trying to be. Title Town. So if you've been, you know, putting off your dredging title building because of that. There you go. Good luck at your weekly challenges. Take your weapons into Gambit and just uh, play it like a horde mode. Get your weekly challenges done and you'll be a dredging before you know it. And this one is near and dear to all of our hearts, which is funny because I've been playing with blue screen all week. So I don't want to say bye bye to blue, the man. I want to say bye bye to blues at a soft cap. All those lovely little blue engrams that are just sitting there on the ground, clogging my postmaster. I run a couple strikes and all of a sudden all of my loot is gone and I have nothing but blue engrams sitting in there that I do not care about, want or need. So guys, it's happening. It's happening. Starting with next week's patch. So next week's patch, so pre-Lightfall, but not today, but like, you know, basically as you're hearing this in this same week, 
after you reach the soft gear cap, your blue engrams will stop dropping in the world. Anywhere and everywhere you would have seen blues, you will no longer see the blues. Instead, you'll get the additional glimmer baubles that will spray out instead. So instead of a blue engram, you'll see a bunch of glimmer on the ground. Go enjoy your glimmer. No more blues. No more blues having to manage them. You don't have to delete them out of your inventory. Don't have to worry about them clogging your postmaster. They're going to be gone. And they're also adjusting all gunsmith reputation gains by about 25% to compensate for removing of the gunsmith rep you would have gotten from dismantling all of that blue gear. So they may have not have caught every single blue engram in the game. So they're saying you might still see a blue here and there, but the vast majority should be gone. And if you do find a place that is still, still giving you blue engrams, go to the help forums, let them know so they can make sure they have all of them gone. Are, are you going to miss all your blues? All, all those blues sitting, sitting in your inventory, pushing out all, the, all your nightfall gear because you've run three nightfalls and forgot you had something in the postmaster and now it's gone forever? I, I think I will miss the blues just for the pure reason of no. having to delete them out of my... No, I won't. No. Sorry. No, I, I, I did see, though, they heard you and, and you are giving you that boost to the gunsmith. So, so you want to say, hey, we're losing these blues and all the XP that comes with it. <laughs> yeah, all the crying that goes along with that. But yeah, I understand that. But Angie, where's my vault space? There's, there's yeah, no that's... mention of vault space next season. And mm, no, no one's putting blues in the vault. No. I mean, if you do, every now and again, one ends up there and I become very confused as to how it got there. And I delete <laughs> immediately. I don't want to infect its friends. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it goes there. Sometimes it doesn't. It's just like, yeah. oh, that was high about six months ago, but now it's it's irrelevant. Why have I got that? Why is it still taking up space? It was hidden at the bottom. Oh, dear. Why the blues have gone the way of the greens. Yep. Oh, the greens. The greens. Now, now I just feel old. <laughs> so when Destiny dropped, we had a lovely image in our respawn report roundup about how the game was all rift. I think the first week the new Crucible changes went live, it was Rift in about four or five different places. And then don't worry, you could also get a rotator that was Rift. And one of the big issues that a lot of the PvP players were upset about is Rumble was no longer in the game all the time. You had to go in and play some sort of match made, some sort of team-based mode. There was no more, let me load up as a solo player, go in as a solo player, and fight other solo players which a lot of people use for weapon testing to try out things in PvP in just a, you know, six people on a match. So you could, you know, it was a little less hectic, a little less crazy than playing threes or playing sixes. So they were upset, you know, Rumble was part of a rotator, so it would only come up every now and again. It wasn't there all the time. So Bungie has heard all of the feedback, and they're going to bring back Rumble to the Crucible screen as a permanent fixture and remove it from the rotator in the next patch. So they took, they took Rumble out. They heard that was a very bad idea. So again, in this next patch, Rumble is coming back and will be there to stay in Crucible. So if you enjoy playing Rumble, need to go into Rumble for things, or just enjoy testing things out in Rumble, it'll be back as of this next patch. And then we have our Year 3 Catalyst Evolution. So the Catalyst quest for the Year 3 Season Pass exotic weapons, that's the Ariana's Vow Hand Cannon, the Symmetry Scout Rifle, and Tommy's Matchbook Auto Rifle, and everyone's favorite, the Wither Horde Grenade Launcher. These will all now benefit from the Season Pass boosts like any other exotic Catalyst quest. So additionally, any seasonal ritual activity will count toward the ritual progress for all Season Pass 
exotic catalyst quests. So basically what this means is as you're working through the season pass, there's nodes you can unlock that will say, you know, basically it gives you additional, uh, you know, additional XP towards your catalyst quest. And in the past, it was only applying to like the exotic weapon you would get in the season, not past ones. So now they're adding, in this case, you know, the year three's exotic, year Ariana's Vow, Symmetry, Tommy's Matchbook, and Wither Horde that will also benefit from that additional XP. So if you were, you know, if you have the Catalyst and haven't been getting them done, if you have been working on it, if you forgot you had it, you can hop over to the Catalyst list and go, hey, do I have these? Or are they not done yet? You know, grab them into activity and your, work, work your way through it. The Witherhorde Catalyst is absolutely worth having, and especially with the grenade launchers where they are this season, with Weakened Clear particularly, is absolutely worth your time. Ariana's Vow can be a lot of fun and has anti-barrier intrinsically. Tommy's matchbook has always been a weird one. There's a couple builds out there where you can use it in the fire, but it's it's a weapon that as you shoot, it starts to kill you. So you really sort of have to balance it with some healing. And the symmetry is just a fun arc scout rifle that has a sort of a, a Skyburner's Oath-esque like tracking mode you can stick it into, or you can use it just as a as a as an arc scout rifle. So Fun times either way, but, you know, if you have those catalysts, you can get to the end of those a little bit quicker now. Then they've also got some exotic glaive crafting updates. So did you know that there are class-specific craftable exotic glaives? Um, Bungie knows. Some of us know. Bungie is adjusting the quest needed to receive those and require only one portion of each weapon pattern from the Wellspring weapons, as well as ensuring the first dailies drop from the Wellspring will have Deep Sight. So once you've unlocked the recipe for the first exotic glaive, the other class recipes can be purchased from your characters from the evidence board. So this was, you know, part of the Wellspring activity in the throne world that was on a rotator. Then you sort of had to wait for it to come up with this each week, and then it would drop at random, and then you had to get multiple things. The exotic glaive should be easier to craft now. If that's the thing you're into, great. If not, you won't carry the way. And we've got a date for the raid. That everyone's excited about. Save the date. At dawn, we raid. Oh man, you're gonna love the new raid, especially the part where where something happens. Save the date, folks. We're doing it live March 10th, 2023, at 9 a.m. Pacific time. So the raid goes live at the second Friday in March. There will be a world's first up for grabs. Contest mode will be active, and uh who knows, but we do have some delicious popcorn ready to watch the Guardians from all over the world shoot their shot to earn the coveted world's first belt. Will Deacon coach her team to another victory? Will Salta Greppo lead his team to victory? Will it be somebody else? Will Dado finally get his win? You're going to have to tune in. March 10th, second Friday of March. Book the time off work now. Start your grinding. Get ready to play. You have until life all goes live on the 28th of February. To the 10th of March to get your light level up to where it needs to be to try to get your worlds first. So guys, we need we need to talk about matchmaking. So there's there's been a lot of talk about matchmaking. I think when this season started, we went over like the five or six different types of current matchmaking there are in this game right now. So I'm hoping in their effort to consolidate, 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 they're going to do just that. So Bungie has experimented with a lot of various matchmaking tools in PvP, trying to make it more enjoyable for everyone. Earlier last year, they spoke about, you know, what their plans were, what their hopes were. 
and the, the Destiny 2 Rituals team and the Sandbox team have been going over matchmaking abilities and weapon tweaks. So first, they're going to take a look at matchmaking. So your D2 Rituals team in previous twomps, they talked about the goal of making the Crucible accessible and fair for all players, and how they accomplished those goals partially was with matchmaking. So in Season 18, they added the loose form of skill-based matchmaking to control. They've been looking at data, running analytics, adjusting the configurations, and establishing a foundation for Season 19's matchmaking, which is in Quick Play, Iron Banner, and Competitive 3v3. In Season 19, our current season, they added the fire team based matchmaking. So as before, they're looking at analytics, looking at feedback, etc., etc., trying to find a you know fair, fair playing field for teams of all sizes, and eliminating the need for the freelance nodes. So their goal is to eliminate the freelance nodes by making it actually you know sort of work with you and matchmake based based on are you in a team, are you not in a team, without having a node that says specifically, hey, I'm solo, you need to take this into account because in the past. Basically, before this current season, they weren't taking fire teams into account. They were just matchmaking you against, you know, whoever, however, as they saw fit. So you're saying that it's all going to be encompassed now. It's going to be all in one playlist, and then there's going to be somebody behind the scenes, like the wizard, making all the magic happen. So you can just click that one node. So we don't have to tell them people... Hey, look, you know, Trials Freelance is up. You know, Iron Banner Freelance is up. You, you can just click one button and the, the man behind the curtain does it all for you. That is certainly the hope. That is certainly the goal. <laughs> we'll see if we get there. They, 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 have, some, they have some lovely charts and graphs, and, and now they're going to talk about the dynamic skill matchmaking. So DSMM? <laughs> DSM? <laughs> Which is also the book where all of the uh, ther- you know, therapists and psychiatrists use to diagnose you, which I think if you're playing PvP in Destiny, you might be in the DSM somewhere. Uh, so yeah, so the next feature is dynamic skill matchmaking. Uh, it's geared towards improving matchmaking if you're in a low population skill bracket or during a particular low population time. So, uh, you know, basically they say they're aware of the current status of, ma- of matchmaking, all the matchmakings, and are continually working towards it, and they have this graphed mean prediction accuracy of right. of uh, it was at sixty six percent, and now it's at about sixty percent. Do you understand sure. it? Because I don't understand it. Uh, not really. So the graph below displays our prediction accuracy for control before and after season eighteen, where they did the loose skill based matchmaking. Oh, okay. So the drop in accuracy is a strong indicator that our current implementation is headed in the right direction. Or you've lost Which a lot of crystal what? players because of it. Yeah. I, I don't know. So, so, so their data point, this data point is their matchmaking, is their match outcome prediction. So they're using oh, an algorithm okay. to consider multiple variables, blah, 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 to predict the outcome of a match. So they're trying, so it looks like their goal is to basically get a 50-50 match. You know, get two teams where... Yeah, Each I team has that. about the same, you know, same chance of winning. And it's gone from, you know, I guess, you know, 66% to about 60%. So it's trending toward that 50% goal of, of either team has a chance to win. So right now, basically, as you go into Crucible, it used to be before Season 19, it was basically about a, you know, one team had a 65% chance of winning. So, you know, you know a little more than a 60-40 split. Right now, mm-hmm. it's sitting at about a 60-40 split. Like, you're either probably going to win or you're probably going to lose 
you know, whether Depends you're on, on a 60 you or 40. That, you know, yeah, that 20 kill win streak, if you've suddenly got it in you, this this game, and you can kind of turn the tables maybe. Yeah, so, so yeah, so that's, and that's our goal is to try to get to 50-50 where two teams enter and one team leaves and they have about the same chance to win, which I don't know if you're ever going to get there. I mean, it's it's a worthy goal, I guess, but it's a lot of, you know, you've got you know six or 12 people you're trying to figure out and one of them may be a trials god and one of them may be drugged by their friends going, come on, let's play some PvP and <laughs> hate it and, and will absolutely, you know, not participate or do well because they don't care for it. But it's it's a good goal, I guess, to try to get 50 50 so we'll see who they alienate <laughs> and maybe yeah. the maybe in the process of alienating everybody who wants to play pvp you will get to 50 50 because everybody who will be left is the ones going okay yeah fine it's better now because everybody who really cares about this is gone yeah i love it when they do these little these little graphs it's like i appreciate you giving us graphs i guess but i'm not sure if they're the most helpful Especially since they say we look at all these you know different data points and things, and it's like, well, here's a random graph that, for one, doesn't even show me like the course of anything. Like, you know, yeah. we go from sixty four percent to sixty six percent, and then we see a big drop where I'm guessing that's where the new season started, down to like you know fifty eight percent, you know, just just below sixty. Yeah, and but it, they don't like they yeah. don't have an axis you know we have our y-axis for height of of the number of percents but then we don't have an x-axis of what what is this time we're measuring against like it's clearly time but <laughs> where does it start and where does it end is it one week is it six weeks is it a year how Bungie, yeah. we need two axes for a graph to make sense <laughs> like like we've done this before like it, it doesn't help me to, to give me one axis and then some amount of time and they've I done mean, the same thing with this yeah. other one I was going to say they they do the same with the next one, and it looks like it's it goes from one season to the next season, and it there is a drop in what they actually kind of implemented with glory and freelance playlists. So, if you understand the graphs better than us, that the twelve will be linked in the show notes if you want to have a look at it. But I think the long the long and short of it is that the the chain they're trying to kind of justify the implementation of their the way that they kind of worked out the matchmaking behind the scenes, you know, up to season 18, it wasn't kind of what they wanted. Season 19 was kind of getting there. So it's, it's basically showing that it's all heading in the, in the right direction for them anyway, not necessarily you, the player, but for them, it all seems to be going in the right direction. So, I mean, let's give them, you know, a couple more months and see how it kind of pans out. I think it's probably the best thing. Yeah. They're, they're, they're happier with the metrics. Now, whether it's metrics that, again, just like everything else, you're never going to make the high skill and the low skill and the medium skill players all happy. You're going to make somebody happier than others, you know, no matter what they do. It's just where does that balance lie and can you find a happy medium between those? Well, there's no happy medium between airborne effectiveness. So let's have a chat about that, shall we? So yeah, uh, air, airborne effectiveness, another another topic that everybody uh, universally loves and understands. And hmm. <laughs> that yeah, I think even I mean we we have covered this that Bungie, I think it was Chris Proctor and Mercules when they were on the Firing Range podcast a couple of months back when I listened to it and I did mention it. If you guys didn't listen to it, it's it is out there. But they were saying that because they implemented certain weapon changes and crucible changes and the airborne effectiveness all at the same time. It kind of jumbled things up and kind of made a mess of things. 
So it, it was something that they wanted to get done, but it was it just all kind of hit ahead at the same time. So again, we're going to talk about airborne effectiveness and um, yeah. So it was introduced in season 17. If, if you weren't around before that, then yeah, you don't know any better, but yeah, we, we kind of didn't have that much of airborne effectiveness. It was like, yeah. So they, they wanted to implement it and kind of make you work towards building a character that if you jumped in the air and you had a weapon that had a low airborne effectiveness, you had to kind of build into that character and add mods and add different build out loadouts and things to it. And then they changed their minds and then they kind of did some more higgledy piggledy stuff with the weapons and i think it's slowly getting there you know they said that they it's an important to balance and increase the number of airborne movement options against the combatant's effectiveness as they don't want destiny 2 to shift excessively towards airborne gunplay over time well they obviously haven't spoken to the hunters about that one <laughs> also in a game where most modes did not have skill-based matchmaking because again that was another thing that they i think chris proctor brought up was that they didn't have the skill-based matchmaking uh, when they introduced the airborne effectiveness which kind of then threw off a lot of players um players using airborne effective playstyle could be extremely oppressive which yeah it, it it definitely was so looking at you ac-130 warlocks hovering above the field taking everybody out in a reign of terror <laughs> And it's probably worth saying, too, that like the airborne effectiveness sort of is because of Strand. It's basically they were like, Strand yes. is coming. It's an airborne class. We sort of need to do something with air, you know, airborne accuracy. Otherwise, when Strand gets here, everything is going to be super OP because there's going to be no, basically no hit for like jumping in the air and running around and flying around. And you can still hit those you know crispy sniper shots, even if you're you know flying through your through the air with your Spider-Man strand. But then we don't have strands, so it's sort of been like well, no, see, it's it's coming, it's coming. This, yeah, it's about a month before it's coming. So, mm -hmm. in in light of that, they've been doing some playtesting, and well, they've been playtesting for a while now, apparently, and they are confident that they can safely pull these airborne effectiveness things into season nineteen mid-season balance update. So, is this going to be like last season's mid-season balance update, which? kind of wasn't mid-season it was more towards three quarters of the end of the season who knows i was gonna say are, are we mid-season because because gms are up like we're we're uh, like a, we're a month away we're, we're like a, yeah like 38 days or something away from the end of the season at this point uh but sure mid-season we'll go with and, that and we are definitely in season 19 so yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> that, who knows? That i agree with without a doubt <laughs> So airborne effectiveness affects the following aspects of weapons. These both affect mouse and keyboard as well as controller, unless otherwise noted. So auto-aim, aka bullet bend, it corrects bullets towards a target within the auto-aim cone. Precision angle threshold controls how far away you can be from the head and still get a headshot instead of a body shot from the auto-aim. Magnetism, aka reticle friction and adhesion. And this is for controller only. And slows down your reticle when it passes over a target. Accuracy controls how much the bullets spread out with the repeating fire. And spread angle, which is pellet shotguns only, controls the width of the shotgun spread pattern. So with this update, you can expect a primary weapon with no investment. So 
i.e. at default, the airborne effectiveness state of a weapon is to be accurate. And when they're talking about primary weapons, that is anything that just fires primary ammo. So anything that is uh, secondary ammo and heavy ammo, uh, these penalties are going to be implemented on. Yes, anything you can shoot forever without ever having to collect more ammo, that's what we're talking about. What about more ammo? You don't uh, need it, you have it forever. Yeah. I wonder how uh, the sweet business is going to play with this. There was what? No, it's not because no one jumps with the sweet business. You stand firmly on the ground. You don't True. need Nicarus mod. You don't need airborne effectiveness. But you but stand did, and you deliver. But say that I've got my lion rampants on and I'm I'm trying to replicate what the warlocks do, being an AC one thirty, and and nope. I I want to be in air and firing down my sweet business. You're saying that I can't do this. You personally. I think- I, I, I'm saying, well, I'm saying you can. I'm saying I personally could not. You probably okay. can, but I personally cannot. No. Okay. Because I will, I will, I will fire down from the air, and I will miss my target anyway because I am bad at aiming, not because of the game making me worse at aiming. Also, <laughs> if I have a sweet business on, I'm not wearing the lion ramparts. So that, that's not how the combination <laughs> works. I know that's not how the combination works, but I'm just saying that I could if I wanted to. Absolutely. You can do many things. And so can respawn. Respawn can join us. Hi, Respawn. Welcome no, no, to the no. show. No, I've been asking you what you've been talking about, and you blatantly ignored me. No, no, no. No, no. We, we were finishing talking about that. Because we're talking what? about airborne effectiveness. Airborne effectiveness. How about how, basically, with the new changes in Lightfall, your primary weapon, it, its default state will basically act like it has an Icarus grip mod on today. Oh, that, so, yeah. The auto-aim angle is also slightly improved, and the magnetism penalty has been eliminated. Ooh. So. Does this microphone make me sound echoey? Uh, it sounds like you are talking into a a can on the end of a string. Okay. You're, you're not as lush and rich like Neo Moon as, as I'd expect. <laughs> no, I just, I've never used the, the microphone on my headset before. Oh, well, and don't. What it sounded like. <laughs> just <laughs> don't. <laughs> just don't. <laughs> That's fair yeah. enough. Yeah, it it, 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 it it's it honestly like it sounds like a headset microphone. It sounds like it's trying to do a lot of compression and like you know filter out all the background noise at the expense of everything else. Gotcha. So yeah, it sounds like a headset microphone. So you have me worried that you weren't at home. Like, <laughs> he's in an airport. He's under a chair. Under a chair. So you do you know what a bidet is? Squirrel. Yeah, you guys have heard of that, right? Yeah. Well, my wife. Mm-hmm got an aftermarket bidet to install on our toilets that are already there, right? I think and, every bidet is an aftermarket bidet, but sure, go ahead. Well, no, because in, in Europe, I've been to some places that have, like, you have your toilet, and then next to the toilet, there's a bidet. Oh, fair right? enough. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so I was gone for four days. I just got back yesterday, right? And I go to use the toilet for the first time, and there's this little switch on the side. I was like, oh, no! this <laughs> right it's because you push the button a little hose pops the, out. Uh, squirrel story because we've got it for you what do you mean squirrel we haven't started doing anything yet we but have. anyway well, we're supposed to start recording at 10 <laughs> someone didn't read the the chat from Oops. wednesday that said can we start at nine because night even has to go in about an hour i didn't know that 
Okay, no, I didn't see that. Um, so, so, anyway. so, so we can add the chat about the show to the list of everything else about the show. Respawn does not read. Okay, good to know. No, normally I do read it, guys. Normally I really do read it. I really do read it normally, but I just, sure. I don't know. I saw something about about somebody having to go, and I saw that, and I told Mike, I was like, I think we're down to Titan tomorrow if you're interested. He goes, yeah, let me know if you need me. All right, well, um, in any case, quick, since I didn't know I was quarreling, uh, so the little hose pops out, I'm supposed to wash your bum, right? Yeah. Well, the wife, I guess, didn't test it or just didn't care, but first thing in the morning, I'm barely half awake. I push this button, and my boys get a nice freezing shower first thing in the morning. I tell you what, that's better than coffee. I was wide awake <laughs> Dude. Woo! I wish that was, guy. It was misaimed. Very much misaimed. Alright, so I guess I should start streaming since we're an hour into this already. Yeah, um, now you've got to apologize to, to the stream. We checked I the streams. Do. I do we, have to apologize. We checked the streams. streams. We crossed the streams just to see if you were there. There was no streams. You were like the worst Ghostbuster ever. Nothing to cross. But no, see, I'm not the worst Ghostbuster ever, right? And if 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 you're Oh, trying God, to intentionally difficult. cross the streams, right? So I'm, I'm the guy to that's the told not to do something. To go. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> How much longer do we have left? An hour and 20 minutes from, from me now. Okay. From now. Yeah. And I don't have much longer than that. So, okay. We, we are cruising. We're airborne effectiveness on the TWAB. If you want to talk. I wanted to talk to y'all about so much today, too. <laughs> that's right. You'll probably forget about it for next week. Right? We had like we had like four freaking twabs this week, dude. When when not our shows up in like an hour, you can talk to him for the next hour of the show. He's not gonna be here. I saw you both pop on the on the Discord about the same time this morning, and then both go away again. Yeah. So you're clearly on the same schedule, just like airborne so, effectiveness. So yeah, going back to airborne yeah, effectiveness. Instead of relying on accuracy and aim assist penalties, we're requiring more precision to land crits when airborne. This means your gun will behave more like they do when grounded. Except that you must aim right at the head to get the headshot unless you really build into airborne gameplay. One side of the effect of this change is that airborne gameplay on controller should feel better than ever before. We still don't want it to be easy to build into airborne effectiveness with special weapons, but we believe we have a space to reduce penalties on shotguns and sniper rifles that they may revisit later. And again, in playtesting, this makes baseline airborne gunplay feel substantially better, and building into higher airborne effectiveness feels more rewarding. There you go. Sure, you, you can tell me all of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't believe you. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like they're. I mean, now we understand why they implemented airborne effectiveness because Strand is going to have a lot of in-air movement. I get that now, but no, yeah, no not for me. The, I, I'm a grounded no, Titan. I, I didn't say I accepted it. I said I get it. Okay, I still think it's absolutely stupid, right? Don't don't confuse my words. But I get why they tried to do it. But in the end, it's still a very stupid idea. And I can I I like the fact that they basically removed it and then buffed primaries, right? So you hunters out there that love your airborne hand cannons, boom, there you go, right? But uh, I I don't like it on everything else. You know, I mean, sure, you're not gonna get sniped while somebody's flying through the air as much as you used to unless they're really really good but it's just 
I mean, if you're accurate, you're accurate. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just, I get what they were trying to do, and I think it was stupid. And like a bunch of YouTubers out there, not including myself, uh, it, it needs to go away. Just just stop trying to tweak no, it. Stop trying it to sounds, fix it. It's just sounds like they're, they're getting there. You know, we've got to try it before we can kind of bash it. Yeah, I know. I know you were going to say that, but still, I mean, just have you seen Airborne Effectiveness do anything good yet? Yeah, it, it makes me on the ground hit the people that are trying to hit my head <laughs> better. No, it changes no ground gameplay. It only changes exactly. your airborne That's gameplay. That's what I'm saying. These hunters yeah. that try and bounce over the That's top of me, I can hit them better because they can't hit me that way. Oh, you know, it's, okay. It's affected me in a good way. I you know, see. You can tell I'm smiling about this. Okay, fair This enough. is why the land mammals have evolved to be big and strong, and the air creatures are small and, fl and flighty. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's we can small. Stand there. Look at the pterosaur. It's freaking huge. It's bigger than a giraffe. We can stand there. We can throw our rift, throw our rift or our wall down and go pterosaur? come at me. Well, he said that flying creatures were small. They weren't. Pterosaurs were no, no, no. huge. No, evolved. Yeah. He was talking about evolution. So yeah. explain so to me. Where the pterosaurs didn't evolve? Well, where are they now? Well, it doesn't matter. You didn't say alive or dead. You just said look, at, small, look at flying creatures. I said evolve. Oh, they've evolved. Yeah. So like uh, yeah. from then to now. It didn't evolve. Where, where is it now? Pterosaur. Where is it now? Big things on the ground and it's smaller the things in the yeah. sky. Isn't it? But even, even a condor, even a California condor has a wingspan of like nine feet or something crazy. You know? Yeah, so, but again. so does everything on the ground is bigger than that. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, submachine guns are getting changed. And they are. Bungie yeah. likes likes to wax poetic about all these things. I'm gonna tell you. Ooh. They've increased the damage and the aim assist fall off by at, at zero range by about 30%. Your adaptives lag behind your lightweight and effectiveness, dealing more damage per body shot, but much less critical hit damage despite sharing the same rate of fire. So they're going to narrow that gap. They've increased their critical hit multiplier, which makes them feel more rewarding than skilled hands and increase their lethality against certain resilience values. So they've increased the critical hit multiplier from 1.44 to 1.5. And they've inadvertently skipped uh, the forensic nightmare when we adjusted the zoom of the other SMG. So they're they are correcting that oversight and giving the forensic nightmare its zoom from 13 to 14. So now it'll be up there with its friends. Yeah, but you didn't explain why. You know, you have to explain why because you know SMGs, we don't have to explain why because SMGs. no one's going to no one's going to care why. They're just going to say these numbers have changed, and they're going to wait for someone on YouTube to tell them what that means to them. But to Bungie, it's because. High stat range SMGs outclass all other SMGs and mm -hmm. low range auto rifles and hand cannons. That's all I was going to say. I wasn't going to go into all of it. I'm just Perfect. saying that's the reason. Perfect. No notes. <laughs> so would like to tell us they're making changes to pulse rifles because pulse rifles are very good right now. I, I love. Oh, I love pulse what? rifles. <laughs> that scared me. Someone too. might be dead. <laughs> So in general, they've reduced the aim assist fall off start at 100 range by 10%. The BXR Battler is by far the most effective legendary pulse rifle, in large part due to being extremely strong up close with the legendary frame intrinsic and high lethality at long range with the best in family zoom. So they felt that the fantasy of the gun fit better with a CQC, CQB hit fire aggressive style of gameplay. So they've brought down the zoom to be more closely standard match of the lightweight pulse rifles, which will open up some spaces for other options to work in. 
and they've reduced the BXR battler zoom from 20 to 18. But so nice. But the problem is isn't the zoom. Battle? The problem isn't the zoom. The problem is it's hip fire accuracy. Like if you're watching people like Grenade or Jake and whatnot, and I mean, yes, they're good YouTubers anyway, right? I get that. Shut up. But even at a range, they're hip firing and tagging these headshots, dude, because the magnetism and the freaking hip fire accuracy is just it's nutty. Well, so that's zooming what they're in, leaning into. No, that, that's what they're leaning into. That that aggressive play style. Right, but I'm not talking from close friends. I'm talking about from what normally you would side in. They're yeah. hip firing and tagging them. It's it's a pulse rifle version of the DMR, you know. So, uh, um, DMT. Sorry, um, and and it's they're they're messing with the zoom or whatever. But people don't use the zoom. People use the hip fire. That's the dangerous part, man. Like when watching people side by side, I've seen them more likely to get a kill at range while firing from the hip and letting the hip fire accuracy do its job than they have while zooming in, you know? I'm not sure if this is going to affect it the way they think it will, but I guess we'll see. Well, I'll tell you something that is going to be affected the way that you think it's going to be affected is that the mid-season buff that they gave to sidearms back in season 18 (laughs) is being reduced. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) They, they They wanted people to play with sidearms. Even though people like True Vanguard have always said sidearms are amazing, go go play with a sidearm. And that you you've had your day in the sun now, sidearms. Your, your aim assist is being <laughs> the, aim assist fall off distance buff. <laughs> its buff has been reduced from thirty to twenty percent. Hold on, they had their day for what a month? Well, Two I mean. Months? They're right? still going to be good. I think they have hand cannons that have had their day for nine years. No, but I mean. And you- True Vanguard has always said sidearms are good, and then they got this really good buff to get more people to play with them. Now it's slightly being tinkered to be brought back down in line a little bit, but still that 20% is still good, and I I still believe that sidearms would do really well. Yeah, it's an aim assist fall off distance, so it's like if you're still up close, you're still like it doesn't mean anything. You're still getting the kills. It's not like it's going to make your your weapon less good up close tomorrow. But up close to me is quite a, a long distance to the next player. I'm yeah, just saying. On, on top of the buff, right? You also have to keep it uh, around the same time we got the buff. Well, not, not around the same time. Recently, in addition to the buff, we now have intrinsic full auto. Just the full auto mm-hmm. function on a lot of these sidearms changed the gameplay, right? So you take the buff. And then you add the full auto functionality. Yeah, they they are and were extremely good, you know, especially some of these just just fast firing uh, burst ones or just the full auto ones. It's just like, oh my god, game over. The Soros were already good, man, and this just made them better. It's just the auto rifle meta all over again, except with a smaller gun. Yeah. <laughs> now the dead messenger. Now this is the exotic uh, grenade launcher that splits yes. into the different waves that you can you can tune it to be arc, solar, and void. It, yep. Apparently, it's very ag- oppressive to play mm-hmm. against, and mm-hmm. yes, I can attest as a player that doesn't really play in trials. <laughs> when I put this gun on and I go into trials, I get the the luckiest kills ever. So maybe it needs to be reduced because if I'm getting kills in trials with this weapon, then yeah. So the reduced. Well, it the... doesn't one shot though. Uh, uh, it doesn't it, need to. It yeah. It, you it slide in. Gonna... You use the Astacross build of sliding in with the warlock, raining down the lightning, cleaning up with the dead messenger, 
and in the event someone's still alive, slap them around till they die. Yeah, it's very say, impressive. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very ridiculous. It's a weapon, yeah, for sure. Because the the limited time that I used it, I was using a mill where you fire it off, and it's gonna hit somebody, and then you just pull out an auto rifle or or a, or a pulse to finish them off. You know, yeah, or side arm. Yeah, or side arm. <laughs> there you go, side arm. Uh, they're reducing the wave splash damage against players. PVE hasn't been changed, but players, the crucible, thirty five percent. So you can still use it. Yes, yeah. There goes there goes my trials crutch. Yeah. I get it. It makes sense, but I'm a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> Who would like to tell the people about the Dead Man's Tail tweak for the one hundred and one time that this gun has been <laughs> tweaked to death? We're, we're now not calling it a nerf or a buff or an we're update. Just... It's a tweak now. <laughs> Well, let's we, see what we, happened. We've got was new it, words for it. Did it go up or down? Let's find out. See. Well, so the Dead Man's Tales tweak in the six point three point zero update, switching against aiming from performing from preferring body shots to preferring crits, had a much more dramatic effect than expected. The weapon was initially tuned around it preferring body shots. This meant it had a larger aim assist cone to compensate. And once this was addressed, it spiked in effectiveness. At the same time, a damage penalty for hitting maximum stacks of cranial spike never felt good. We've pulled back various hipfire tuning and made hipfire at long range as much harder and removed the cranial spike penalty. I wonder if this will affect the ABL, the the, B, the battler. No. Remove the damage penalty for... Go ahead. Just, just the dead man's tail. It won't because they only tweak the dead but man's tail. Well, it said it to make hip firing. No, no, on, on this weapon. On, the, on this weapon. These, this is the changes to oh, okay. this weapon only. Okay. okay. Remove the damage so penalty for now. five stacks of cranial spike. Reduced hip fire and airborne aim assist cone angles by 25% on mouse and keyboard. That's significant. Jesus. <laughs> Damn. Uh, reduced hip fire cone angle bonus scaling from 20% to 5 what? Reduced hip fire precision aim cone angle from three degrees to point eight degrees. Jesus. Reduced hip fire auto aim fall off scaler from one point five to one one. Are they just trying to kill it entirely? On mouse and keyboard, yes. <clears throat> this weapon is completely oppressive in PvP on mouse and keyboard. Like this is a go to weapon, and they're like no, we're tired of that. We would prefer it not to be a ridiculously oppressive weapon that you must use to go into PvP with a mouse and keyboard. So yeah, absolutely, they're coming for it. Now, <laughs> I know you guys have been around since Destiny 1, so yeah. some of our listeners may not have been around since Destiny 1, but what makes me laugh is if you replace Dead Man's Tail tweak to the last word tweak, this reads exactly the same thing, <laughs> exactly the same problem that we had with the last word mm -hmm. in Destiny 1 and then Destiny 2 with, yeah. oh, we want it to do this, now we want it to do this, now we want it to do this. It's like, how do you want oh, yeah. me to use this weapon? I, I, I've been using it as like a, a quick fire, bang, 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 headshot, now I need to zoom in, now that, that was oppressive, now I need to take it back to being hit fire. Oh my god, what do you want me to do with this gun? It's like... They want they, you to use a different one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, exactly. They, they would prefer they would prefer you take my tactic and just put it in the vault and never touch it again. Right. And say you've earned it, you have it, but you're not going to actually use the thing. That's what they would like you to do. And what what's hilarious about this is hold on, let me find it. Uh, there we go. Zer, last week I think, possibly the week before, 
Oh, sold a freaking uh, fitted stock moving target uh, ricochet rounds hammer forged rifling roll. And so he, he damn near gave a god roll just mm-hmm. before they note this into oblivion. <laughs> well, like... As we know, Zur and Bungie do not coordinate in their efforts in any way, shape, or form. Oh, no, like Laser Tag Weekend, completely <laughs> coincidental. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay, no. Well, no. That one, that one, and, and, and Telesto. Telesto fun yeah, I was about to bring that up too. Yep. Yeah. So besides <laughs> those two, though, there is no collusion here between Bungie and Zer. Zer does what he wants, <laughs> and and so do the PvP community ultimately. And something that Bungie didn't see coming, but they're seeing now, is the Revoker, the usage in Crucible, is being you know exponentially used because of the, the older power. sniper that gives you the rounds back. Because the mm-hmm. power level was removed from like. and normal crucible it's extremely strong with the reversal of fortune perk oh absolutely anything with ammo economy in in any crucible is going to be huge yeah i'm sorry anything that defies the ammo economy sorry is going to be huge so ultimately they've decided to cap the maximum return on by returning by requiring multiple misses to return one shot so it now triggers on two misses within six seconds oh come on bungee that's that's my play style two misses yeah. in six seconds is how i play crucible this is perfect exactly that's how i play <laughs> using something like that with that weapon so yeah this i mean i revoke look, long gone however. i love the idea of the icebreaker i you know people keep talking about D, d1 weapons to be brought back personally i don't want any more d1 weapons to be brought back we've got enough i want new stuff Right, unless it's the Zalo Supercell, we need we need a Zalo Supercell. That's the one <laughs> it's called the Risk Runner, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, yeah. the Risk Runner. No, it is not the same yeah, as Zalo Supercell. I know it's can... not the same, but no. it's it's close. No, it's not. The Zalo <laughs> chained on its own. You didn't need to be hit by Arc. First of all, it did its own chaining, and it did its own healing. So the Zalo would heal you as well as chaining multiple people. Look, you didn't have to get hit by arc first. It just I, did its I thing. I don't need I don't need healing. I just need that arc shield around me protecting me from the arc stuff. And then care. I've got I my spender on at the same time. I'm no. I'm protected from two elements that I'm quite I like. mean I mean and just the style of it too. We don't have any AK style guns in the game, aside from the white that you get at the beginning, right? This is this is the only AK looking gun that we have or that we had that in the beginning one like i said those were the only two and um we don't have any of those in d2 there's nothing that looks like an ak you know so an electrified ak that heals you would be amazing is the seventh seraph carbine like not exactly an ak-47 it's well, there's no, there's an AR of that style. It's it's an it's an AR forty seven. I mean, I, I mean just, just looking it's, it's, looking at the two, they look pretty similar. No, because because it uses an AR top and it uses it uses the, a magazine from a freaking uh, from a, you're just looking at the banana clip. That's what's got you is the banana clip, and it's not. It's I'm there's, there's the way album. more differences between the two. But look, whatever. You two talking about weapons? Doesn't. Yeah, you two talking about weapons and all the different archetypes of them. I'm like, you know, Homer with the little monkey in his head going, I've no idea what these two are talking about. Yeah. You know what an AK-40, you know what the Zalo Supercell looks like? It's an auto rifle. That's all I know. It shoots bullets really, really fast. I can Google, I can Google and look at pictures. I can also (laughs) look at the future. I can see the future. Can Can you see the future from here? I I can't, but can you? Can you see the future? Can you see the future? 
I can yes. see all the way into Lightfall and, and the heavy weapons balance pass that's coming. And oh. Adding class subclass three dot overbs to several exotic weapons, oh, tuning that. kinetic weapons, and adding a new perk to make kinetic weapons even more valuable. So in the post lightfall seasons, post lightfall into the future. Ooh, what far future then? That, that means yeah. after February twenty eighth. For those of you that don't no, know, no, no, no. This means after September, October, November next year. Oh no, sorry, this yeah. year, twenty twenty three. We'll go with then. Probably. Yeah. So, so, so we're going to in the deep future see more substantial changes to hip fire reticles, with the goal of exposing more information about the specific weapon, uh, to, to uh, more sp- information specific to weapon types or exotic functionality, a full auto melee setting. Okay. Sorry, what? Um, that, that I would prefer if me. I, I, would I prefer think I just missed over that. What? 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 A what? full auto melee setting which honestly if my melee is connected i'd be into but as they don't connect half the time full auto is not going to help me well, then you'd want to do this that way you don't have to keep pushing the button just hold it down the one <laughs> yeah no mm. another set of crass craftable reprised raise raid weapons with an origin tra- trait yeah. similar to what they did for the deep stone crypt in season 19 so a different yes. way ra- <clears throat> different raid with different reprised weapons yeah regular seasonal and mid-season balance changes and more so Ta-da. What we did and more of it. And also uh one more change, uh the site and ramparts, which oh. I assume oh. is not coming in in the deep, deep distant future, but they just sort of tacked it on to the end. Uh they've increased the cooldown of the barrier uh, I'm sorry, the barricade ability while the site and ramparts were equipped by seventy seven zero percent. And increased the amount of damage a player deals to the barricade by twenty five percent. Um because they are super prevalent in PvP and uh, everybody oh, yeah, is playing against it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely so a trials say... meta thing I've seen quite a lot of. Yeah, so even though it's sort of tacked on to the end of the future, I'm guessing that is not coming in the future and coming more like soon, but they don't tell us. So, um, yeah, looking yeah out for at it. some point. Yeah. And we're you guys when... already covered the Hunter changes? There's mm, Hunter changes? No, it's coming up now. Yeah, that is. I don't know. We're, we're in abilities. Are you talking about patch 6.3.0.5 the week of January 24th? Oh, yeah. There is. Okay. Well, yep. tell, tell, us, tell us about we're the changes. We're releasing some ability changes that we've been playtesting in Lightfall to address some outliers in both PvE and PvP. And the Crucible class ability uptime has inflated significantly over the course of last year. So we're increasing mm-hmm. base cooldown of Barricade, Thruster, and Dodge by 20%. What's what's thruster? I don't know what barricade the, is. That is something on the warlocks. This, this is why you are confused. Is that their jump? No idea. Is that I mean, not the thruster? Is that not the arc? The arc titan dodge. I have no idea. That's what Maybe I read. That. As. It yeah. might be. It might be because because you, you can it, use a barricade or the I'm gonna you know basically titan jump jet dodge the side thing. Either well, way, it's all getting decreased by twenty percent. Oh, yeah, which means about <clears throat> two seconds. If our cooldown right now is 11 seconds, 20% of that's about, yeah, okay, about two seconds. Two seconds and a decimal in there. Uh-huh. Uh, the booty will fix that, don't worry. Come on, I hope so. Uh, <laughs> with update 6.3.0 at the launch of Season 19, we're reducing the linger time of Touch of Thunder's enhanced storm grenades. But this, ooh, this sounds Titan-specific. Uh, but this hasn't meaningfully moved the needle on either their potency or usage nope. across game modes. <laughs> nope. Uh, so we're taking a harder swing here. We're touching the damage dealt by each lightning strike by 
I'm sorry, we're reducing, not touching. We're reducing the damage by each lightning strike by 25% and making it significantly easier to avoid the roaming storm by decreasing its tracking speed and distance, especially near the start of its lifetime. Wow. Touch of Thunderstorm Grenades, secondary strike damage reduced from 40 to 30? And it's not going to chase you as far or as fast. It's going to be like a hunter tornado, just smaller and more lethal. At the end of the day, when you turn tail and try and run away from it, I'm still going to shoot you in the back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It, it will Why serve the you... same purpose of, I don't want you to be there. I want you to be somewhere else. I want you to you be can go out. somewhere else yeah. more slowly, but I just want you to not be capturing that zone or standing in that spot. Yeah. Right. I'd like to remove you from the cover you're hiding behind, sir. Exactly. <laughs> that, that was my thing is, is hiding mm-hmm. behind cover. Yeah. Yeah. You think you can sit there, but no. And yeah, and the thruster is the, the Titan class ability while grounded quickly evade in a lateral direction. So that's the arc arc three Titan ability. That gotcha. I haven't used yet. Okay. And I dude, that's oh, all fun. I use. It's fun in with, PvP. With, with hard innermost light when I'm forced to use the Titan, that's oh yeah. In August 2021 update 5.3.0, we've added weapon penalties that are that affected the player while sliding. The goal of this change was to reduce the percentage of engagements where the outcome was effectively decided by sliding, especially when used with shotguns that instantly ended the fight from a significant range. Thank you, but I never noticed a change because I still get slide shotgun constantly. Shotguns and other weapons have been tuned since then, and we've implemented skill-based matchmaking into the Crucible, so we're removing the slide penalties in order to improve the feel and consistency of combat. What the heck? And we lost respawn into a well. I'm here. <laughs> um, okay, so we've removed stability, incoming flinch, and shotgun pellet spread, and penalty... Uh, we remove stability, incoming flinch, and shotgun pellet spread penalties while sliding. You gotta be kidding me! You're bringing it back. But Why? You've got slide arms, so it's fine. What? You've got side arms, so it's fine. It. They just nerfed the side arms. Why are you bringing it? <laughs> it's important to note that these changes are a first step toward where we want to be with the ability potency and uptime. With Lightfall and beyond, we have large-scale ability balance tuning in the works, and we'll have more to share with the near future. Shotgun sliding coming back have to do with abilities! Um, because abilities are super oppressive, and Crucible matches often, if you're playing threes, result in people hiding behind walls, being buffed by overshields, and shotguns is almost what you need to get that kill. So I'm told by people who play lots of threes. <laughs> Now, I, I think it's it's important to understand, even though Bungie say that they've tested all of these things in they have. No, no, the thing is, they have. But they what have. I'd like to see is a bit more uh, openness with the community, especially in a TWAB, and say, look, we've tested it, but we're a small group of people that can test it. I, I want you guys out there to test it and give us feedback, which we will, you know, ultimately. I mean, respawn. Labs. No, I mean, I think they should just say that when we implement a change, it is a kind of beta change. And it is just, if it if it sticks and it works really well, it's going to be, it'll just stay. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't work, then we'll kind of revert it or we'll do something else to it. I think they should be a bit more honest and say, literally, it, yeah, the, you are the beta testers. At the end of the day, I think that's what we've always, always felt like, is that we are the beta testers for this game, no matter how many numbers they stick on the end of it. 
Oh, for sure. And honestly, I mean, then that's how they usually like, again, I mean, look, look at the rumble change. Hey, we took rumble away. Everybody hated it. We put rumble back. I mean, that's, they, they sort of have always done that, but just, you know, have never stated like, you know, I mean, that's basically their, their, you know, template of, Hey, we're, you know, we're looking at feedback or we're, we're going to process that. And they do, mm -hmm. like, they do take feedback into account. It, you know, it might be three, six, nine months before that change happens again. Oh, is but that they all? Have, they have been they have been getting you know quicker with some of these changes again. Things they can revert quickly. Going, oh, taking Rumble away was a bad idea. Let's put it back in. You know that happened in the same season. Whereas before, it might be like, okay, maybe in the next season or in the next big you know big game update, we might see it. Yeah. You know, so they're getting better at it. But yeah, it's like, you know, it's like you can test things with 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 your playtest group until you're blue in the face. But you throw it out to a million people you're going to have, you know, it's going to blow that playtesting data out of the water. There's way more of us than there are of you, Bungie. Yeah. And people have, you know, and there's just way too many combinations of weapons and abilities and exotics you can roll with to find the thing that's going to be super OP or super broken or find an interaction that, you know, Bungie didn't plan for or didn't account for or just found a bug with the way it works. Exactly. Well, I was going to toss this slide shot freaking mind vendors I got yesterday, but I guess I'll freaking hang on to it. You, you freaking hang on to it for the short period of time that you play in PvP, my friend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I get dragged in more than you guys realize. Micah, look, Micah is a horrible influence, and he will peck at that, that chink in my armor. He's like, hey, respawn, what? PvP, no. Hey, respawn, what? PvP, no. Hey, respawn, what? PvP, no! <laughs> I do the same to blue screen. I'm like, blue, I need to go and finish doing some Gambit stuff. And he goes, no. And I go, well, it's too late. You're already in my fire team. We're going. That's it. We're in the place. He tries, he tries that crap too. When I see matchmaking, I bounce out. I'm like, ah. Oh. The other day, he's like, I almost had you that time. I was like, no, you didn't. No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. But anyway. Uh, so, Lunar New Year. I, I know you want to talk about Lunar New Year, but I just want I to really ask don't. you guys are you surprised that Bungie and all of us are still on track to get Lightfall in? literally a month's time because i think there We're was on track always... for now um, no but i mean i think if it was delayed we'd have known now before kind of we got into january or towards the mm. end of january i think like we've had with previous ones like the witch queen and and before that with shadow keep and that when there's been a delay they've gone oh it's coming out on this date and then about three months prior they've gone uh we need to push it a bit more kind of thing yeah there, there's no way that's gonna happen I'm I'm really I, I wouldn't I think mind with though. This, I think would with the stadia shut I, I think with the stadia shutdown being so close to now, I think that helped because I saw I can't remember who it was now. Uh one of the you know, one of the bungee leads is being like, hey, you know, like we couldn't have shipped Destiny like we did over the past two, three years without Stadia. Like it, it was right. a huge boon to their development, and I'm sure a lot of other you know studios as well. So I'm curious now with Stadia going away and that, you know, removing a, you know, development, playtesting, et cetera, environment, what that's going to mean going forward. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I'm, I mean, it seems like, yeah, they, they settled into a date and said, here's a date we can hit. Here's the big thing we're working on. And I think that may be why, we're, you know, why we're not seeing a lot of the big changes. You know, people are saying, hey, this is broken. This is weird. You know, we're not seeing as much maybe love to the game right now because, you know, Destiny 3 is coming. You know, Life Alt, the next big thing it's is coming. It's not coming. It's not coming. <laughs> and that's and that's where all the all the all the resources are going. No, it's yeah, no, it is Destiny, it's Destiny 2.8 probably. We're on now, aren't we? Something like that. 
whichever yeah, expansion. But like, would would you mind if it did if it did delay? Because you you know I wouldn't because I I've still got triumphs and things that I need to get well, done. That and too, I've but of... I'm just thinking on the terms of I'd rather fun. that I'd rather it be late and then fix bugs before they become apparent. No, then I, them release I, it with I'm bugs. panicking about triumphs and things to get done. I've got four weeks to get a lot of things. You've also done. got nine kids. Make them do it. Um, I mean, you know, when the, again, when the you know, just like we said, when the game hits the player base, that's when we're going to find the issues. Like they can play yeah. test and play test forever, but like when the game goes out to a million people, that's where you're going to find you know the rest of the bugs and address them quickly. Sure. So yeah, I, I'm happy to get it you know get it into our hands quicker. Let us deal with you know. We know there's going to be day one issues. I mean, heck, we have a whole new subclass coming in with Spider-Man powers. Oh, so we're going to see weirdness. We're going to see stuff wonky. So get it into our hands. Let us play with it. And then, you know, fix it from there. Hey, and did you guys see that the that Bungie actually won the, uh, was it the Game Awards? They won the expansion, um, D- the DLC um, award for best DLC. No, I didn't. Did, That's did awesome. you guys, did you guys discuss the, uh, the changes coming that have to do with uh, build crafting already? No, no. no we we figured let's get to the twelve first and then see where we end up. Nice. <laughs> okay. Cool. So far, we're at Chinese New Year. Uh, it's Chinese New Year. Congratulations. There's new. We, there's new ships. New sparrows. New ghosts. There's an emblem you can get by typing in Tango November November Delta Kilo Mike Six Lima Golf. Congratulations! There you go. Unclaimed older Prime Gaming loot is about to expire. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you get your free bright dust? Respawn. Did you get your free bright dust? I did. Like what was it? Five thousand or something? Eight hundred. Eight hundred eight. Eight hundred eighty-eight. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I have over ten thousand bright dust, and I know I didn't earn it. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, bungee down that slash report respawn for someone taking over his account and earning. No, I, I don't know where your bright dust came from, but no, there, there was. If you go load up the Eververse store in the lower right hand corner on that front page, there is free bright dust for Lunar New Year. So go claim your free bright dust. It's free. It's there. It is right along with your free emblem. But the rest of the stuff in the Eververse store you do have to pay for. So it's not going to be available for bright dust this year. But what I'm seeing in the Eververse when I'm doing my... This is last week, year's Chinese New Year stuff? Yeah, it's yeah. all next last year's stuff. So, I didn't see that. So yeah, I got the ship. The ship is pretty cool. If you missed out on the bull stuff that was last year, I think it was the bull, wasn't it, last year? Yeah. I do believe. The ram, not a bull. The oh, ram. Whatever it was. The Chinese New Year stuff that we had last year is now available for Bright Dust in the store this year. So if you can wait a year, then wait a year. But... From January 17th to the 31st. So you still have a, a week and a bit. You'll see the Lunar New Year loot from a test in the Eververse. Speaking you of things that are going to go away, unclaimed older Prime gaming loot is about to expire. So your oh, stuff no. from last season that you didn't collect, oh, like no. Respawn with a, with a fusion rifle that I finally got, uh, it's going to go away, right? And the thing that's aggravating is if you have golf balls and you're full on golf balls, you just lose them. So uh, what you got to do is if you have if you have golf balls, yeah, if you have golf balls in in last in last season's uh, uh, stuff, right? Season go pass. Ahead, talking about go, you've gone from prime gaming to season pass. You're confusing I? me and other people now. Oh my bad, I did. Let's sorry, everything sorry, sorry. that's old. That's that's the gist of this. If it's yeah. old, if it's out there, go collect it. So I'm reading 
it says unclaimed older prime game loot is about to expire so does this mean stuff that i haven't clicked on on my amazon prime thing yes. list to say yes. i want that yes. and then it goes yes. to tess in the not no goes to amanda the, the yes. shipsmith down in yes. the hangar yes and it stays there so yes. it's not disappearing from her yes, yes. What are you saying yes for? You're just saying yes. Parody yeah, yeah. needs no, you, you, said, you said it correct. You said basically yes, just as things are getting old, go get them. Yes. You have you have until February 28th, until Lightfall drops, to go pick up all the things on Prime Gaming that you haven't picked up on Prime Gaming. They will go to Amanda. They will sit there, and um, Amanda will hold them all forever until at some point okay. she that says Amanda is going to lose them. That's what I was worried about. I was thinking, I was thinking for you, for me, and other people that have copied this have gone to go prime gaming collect the clicked the collect icon it's gone to amanda and she's holding a long list of things that i don't know why we're mm -hmm. holding on to it in there but you know it's just another story hey, space for us she needs something to do i haven't talked to her in years i, I, I go down and talk to her and just are you still holding my stuff and she's like yep yeah, yep yeah, we're fine i, her but I just want to like make she's sure doing it's the same thing yeah i want her to feel like she's doing a good job she's been holding on to a chaperone since my hunter first earned that chaperone She's been That's holding fair. on to Prime Gaming rewards for the last like three years. I want her to feel like she's doing something in life. Every now and again, I'll visit her and I'll pick up like the extra ghosts and ships that she's holding on to. I'll leave the exotic weapons there, so she just has a, a curated collection of exotic weapons for me. It's just there, you know, as as extra vault space. Mm. Speaking of a curated list of pictures, that they have a curated list of pictures in the Twab this week that you can download. 4k versions and mobile versions of this this picture is what i was talking about that the other day while i was talking yeah. about the view the traveler on earth oh the this traveler is it yes it is yeah it's, it looks like it's, it's the beautiful view of the space station so yeah. when you go up in the operation sarah shield and you look out the window there's a beautiful skyscape window dude the, when you're traversing the outside part know, window it, crap I, look, I looked at the, i haven't got time for that point i'm jumping I'm jumping when I'm getting to that point. We don't look at anything else apart from the red flashy lights because that's where it sends you. So you follow the uh, red flashy lights. But the window, I look out the window, go, oh, look, 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 that's nice. It's beautiful, yeah. dude. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I love this picture. I love this view. Yeah. So th there was a curated list of pictures. Is it a list? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, there's one, two, three. There's four of them. Do that's we, a list. No, do, four, we call, yeah. do we call the pictures a list or is it just a, a, a catalog of pictures? I don't Who know. Knows? They're pretty pictures uh -oh. to give you both a, a 4K desktop and a mobile download version. So they have pre-formatted pre for your mobile device or your big giant screen you want to sit in front of. Uh, you know what? I'm getting a headache because I think I need some player support. Uh, I'm getting a headache because I still have the Destiny 2 Shadowkeep background on because it's beautiful and I love it. And nothing they've put out yet has, has dethroned that from sitting on top of my desktop. So, <laughs> Where's my but player support report? Give I've got it right here for you. Fashion is the end game, my friend. Fashion is the end game. You know what the end game is also? Stadia. Stadia has hit the end of the game. Stadia is gone. Stadia is dead. Bungie turned off, you know, Stadia access a week before Stadia got turned off. Um, if you have an account that started on Stadia, do not deactivate cross save for any reason. If you do, everything is gone and dead forever. We will never speak of them again. Um, Bungie has an update from their engineers. Bungie help. Maintaining your characters and progress is our top priority. After kicking off a deep dive investigation of a very low number of reports of missing characters out of an abundance of caution, we are confident no characters or progress was incorrectly lost by our systems. Which, earlier in the week, it seemed like there was at least one that was that Bungie worked to get back. Yeah. So... 
I'm going to say there is one report of. Now, now to be fair, this was all things screenshotted from other sources that looked to be Bungie, but I never actually saw straight, like, actual links to the things that Bungie said, so maybe it was all an elaborate ruse, who knows? But people complaining about their characters being deleted by the system, Bungie is confident that's not happening. If you do think it's happening, go to the help forums, try to get Bungie involved, but it's likely people either, you know, making things up for the clicks or... Yeah, you know things getting deleted and then you know whatever it is. Pe or as people... Respawn put it last week, Deacon has found the account and found the button that can delete everything. <laughs> mm -hmm. Lord exactly. forbid he ever finds that out, right? As, Ooh, and, yeah. and, and as we've learned, people will make up stories about like I don't know Destiny Two going subscription for the lols and then going, oh my god, it got out of control. So who knows? But Bungie mm -hmm. is saying this is what's happening. This is what's not happening. We're going to take them at face value. If you don't agree, you don't agree. That's on you. What we do have is some other known issues. Um, players may still be unable to crouch after acquiring the first scanner augment in the Operation Seraph Shield exotic mission. This can still be resolved by entering and exiting a menu or remapping the keys. Centipedes. As you're flying through space, you may encounter centipede error codes. There's an increase of them. Okay. Players are unable to progress the objective in the Operation Sankus mission. To circumvent this, players should restart the mission, move slower, and wait for Rasputin to finish his dialogue before progressing to the next area of the activity. So guys, while you're running these missions, just walk. Just walk through them. As Blue Screen said to me while we were running through the Operation Surf Shield, just walk, don't run. Take in the view, enjoy the way. Don't rush through, the game may break on you. And players also may be unable to progress the reshaping the Enigma quest beyond step six, as well as other weapon crafting quests. Because reasons, probably not having to do with speed. And bounty acquisition via the Destiny Companion app is noticeably slow. Oh yes, sometimes dim too. Dim dim freezes up whenever you like applying your loadouts. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, things are we're slow. talking about bounties. But yeah, still, no things that involve the, the the API are slow. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, ever ever since honestly the revision zero weapon hit, the API has been a little bit wonky. So hopefully. Uh, Something something nightfall or something something lightfall will make that better. Um Deacon fan favorite Saltic Repo has a has a lovely video of the week. Um, does, there's yeah. some other movies of folks sitting around in the vault of glass. There's a Lemon Boy video with Crow. I mm -hmm, it's a bonus movie of the week, sure. You can tell I've not watched these. Who's I have Salted not Greppo? this week. No. Who's Saltic Oh bless him. More more beautiful Earth Angel artwork, uh, a beautiful cat warlock in space, and uh, one one last thing, Bungie would like you to stop harassing all their devs off of Twitter and screaming at them. So Bungie has lost has lost has launched a new set of branded accounts. Also, in order to make the problem of, hey, we get information you know that is Bungie official from each person's individual account, and it's hard to keep track of all of them. A problem that we run into every week, trying to come up with a response report roundup going, which of the 17 people talked about it this week? So on Twitter, they have launched Bungie 2 Team, Bungie number 2 Team, Bungie.net has an account for Bungie 2 Team, and on Reddit, they are slash user slash Bungie 2 Team. Bungie so they are all live you mean now. Destiny 2 Team? Sorry, God, I, I am unable to read, apparently. Yes, oh, let's try that yeah. again. On Twitter, <laughs> it's Destiny 2 Team. Man, when the autocorrect in your brain kicks in, it just, it's, it's bad times. <laughs> Jesus. 
can tell I've had a good week and plenty of sleep. So yes, <laughs> right? on Twitter, it's Destiny 2 Team. Destiny number two team. On Bungie.net, <laughs> it is Destiny 2 Team, pound 7714. And on Reddit, it is slash U slash Destiny 2 Team. Destiny number two team. How is These that are all live now. How is that pound? That's surely a hashtag. Hash, well, pound, old pound, school hash. people, it's pound. That's yeah. why when the the hashtag Me Too movement came out, it, it there were so it, many jokes made because of them using it's, the hashtag. It's the lower right hand corner of your phone's keypad. Yeah. You know what makes me laugh is that I have issues with with the laptop that you provided. Bless you, respawn. I do love you for it. That I I have to go to Google and search pound sign and copy and paste a pound sign in any document that I'm writing with a pound sign because Why? there is no pound sign on this laptop. It's There's not, a dollar. It's not on the three? No, it should not. always be on the three. It's got it's on the three no, no, You know, like a, an English pound sign. Oh! Like, like hashtag. Oh, Jesus. Uh, well, because, because it's an American <laughs> keyboard. That's what I'm saying. It just it teaches me every single time. I was like, there is absolutely a pound sign, right? Not your no, what you can also do is just look up the ASCII code for it and just do the three-button combination for it. Oh, my word. That just sounds... No, I'll just do copy and paste. It's fine. No, oh, no there's macros so on the keyboard. Set a macro just for that button, all right? Have the macro do, like, Control-Alt-78 or whatever no, the hell the ASCII no, is. I can't do macros anyway. No, respawn. Just, just, just go into the key mapper and remap the dollar sign key, the shift four, to a pound sign, and then you're all set. And then you'll have your pound sign on three and your pound sign on four, right? Depending which country you live in, you have all the pound signs. <laughs> so, so yeah, so, signs. so yeah. But Bungie, the company, has lost, has launched, God, lost, has launched lost. Destiny Two team accounts yeah. on the social medias where they are going to start interacting and putting out the official thing. So your community managers. We'll be tweeting and, and redditing and from those accounts versus each individual one, partially so they stop getting streamed out by everybody and can you know have a personal life outside of work. Yeah. And two, that these are the official sources of if something is happening, go to these places. Now, still Bungie Help on Twitter, which is actually Bungie Help, will also you know be the place you can still go to see, hey, something's broken and Destiny 2 game, the account that's been there since the beginning of time, will also give us official information. I'm sorry, Destiny the game. Basically, the places you're going to get your official information are there, and now Destiny 2 team will join them. You can still join, you know, you can still follow the community managers if you like, but they are no longer going to be the true source of information. You might see things about what they, as people, are actually up to. Yeah, more memes than anything else, probably. Mm-hmm. <sighs> So hippie should go. We should go. That, that, that's the end of our twelve. It's a weighty yeah. one. There's that there's lots of good information there. And yeah, new socials to follow or add to your list of things. Okay, added added right now. There you mm -hmm. go. I'm ad adding them to my destiny list as we speak. Hello and welcome to this week in destiny for the eighth week of season nineteen, season of the Seraph, commencing January twenty fourth. 2023. Starting things off with our legacy rotation, we have the loot rotation for Dares of Eternity, which will be on week 4's rotation with the Scatterhorn armor set and Pathfinder armor set being available. The weapons available this week will be the Stasis Precision Frame Shotgun, Fractathis, the Solar High Impact Frame Auto Rifle, Cryoshura Milo, the Stasis Precision Frame Hand Cannon, Vulpicula, the Arc Precision Frame Bow, Wolftown Draw, the Solar High Impact Frame Fusion Rifle Iotolus Draconis, 
the Solar Rapid Fire Frame Heavy Grenade Launcher, Canis Major, the Arc Vice Rapid Fire Scout Rifle, Contingency Plan, the Kinetic High Impact Frame Pulse Rifle, Legal Action 2, the Solar Rapid Fire Frame Heavy Grenade Launcher, Outrageous Fortune, the Void Adaptive Frame Sword, Still Syllabus Z14, and the Kinetic Lightweight Frame Sidearm, Spoiler Alert. Ready if you are. Let's see what's out there. On Europa this week, critics, the Dark Priestess will be the Empire Hunt, Eventide Ruins will be the Eclipse Zone, and the Exo Challenge will be Survival. On the moon, the weekly story mission should be Beyond. The Trove Guardian is located in Archer's Line. The Wandering Nightmare is the Nightmare of Hawkis in the Anchor of Light. The Nightmare Hunts this week should be Scolas, Pride, Fanatic, Insanity, and Omnigal, Anguish. The Dreaming City this week is at a weak curse level, which means Petrovenge can be found in the Strand and has the Broken Courier mission for the next week. The Blindwell features Scorn enemies and the Plagues, Sycorus and Veracus, with the Forfeited Shrine being the Ascendant Challenge, located over in the Garden of Asilia. In addition, the weekly Throne World reset also refreshes the Pinnacle Drops for the Wellspring activity, Preservation Mission, and the Vox Obscura replayable exotic mission, plus the new exotic mission, Operation Sarah Shield, in the Helm. The Witch Queen weekly story mission is the Arrival, where the modifiers are Scorched Earth and Fire Pit, as well as Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. The King's Fall Ray Challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Daughters of Oryx, called Under Construction. Players cannot stand on the same plate twice in a single phase. The Vow of the Disciple challenge this week is the first encounter, Acquisition, called Swift Destruction, where Guardians must kill all champions within a few minutes of each other on all rounds. The Vault of Glass challenge this week is the fifth encounter, Atheon, called Ensembler's Refrain. Each player teleported can only destroy one oracle in each spawn set. The Garden of Salvation challenge this week is the first encounter, Embrace, called To the Top. This is where you must not kill the Cyclops that spawns near the Consecrated Mind. The Last Wish Challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Vault, called Keep Out. Guardians must ensure that no Might of Riven Knights make it to the center chamber during the Vault fight. Your Pinnacle Raid will be the Deepstone Crypt over on Europa, which means all challenges will be available for each encounter. These are the first encounter, Crypt Security, called Red Rover. This is where all Guardians must be Operator and shoot two panels on the lower level. The second encounter, Atrax 1, called Copies of Copies, where you must not send any Atrax 1 replicant debuffs into the airlock slash space. The third encounter, Tanix Part 1, called Of All Trades. Guardians must perform each role at least once, Operator, Scanner and Suppressor. And the fourth encounter, Tanix, called The Core 4. Guardians must dunk all four cores before each DPS phase. Also, with the Deepstone Crypt being the featured raid, this does mean that you can farm the final boss for a chance at the exotic rocket launcher, Eyes of Tomorrow. And the pinnacle dungeon for this week will be the Prophecy in the Legends tab. Next up, Challenges. So for week 8, the challenges available in the database are as follows. Serif Shield 3, complete the exotic mission, Operation Serif Shield, on Legend difficulty, Defeat 75 combatants with precision damage anywhere in the system using Pulse Rifle. The Ferric Umbral Energy and Challenge XP++ will be the reward. Flawless Heist. Complete three Heist Battlegrounds in the playlist or Legend Heist Battlegrounds without dying for Challenge XP+. 
Umbral Focusing 3. Focus 5, Icolos Weapon Engrams at the Exoframe in the Helm. 4, Challenge XP+. Serif Calibration. Calibrate Pulse Rifles, Fusion Rifles and Power Grenade Launchers. Rapidly defeating combatants and defeating guardians will award bonus progress for Challenge XP++ and Bright Dust. Gambit Ornament. Acquire the Gambit Ornament for the Velus X. This will award Challenge XP++ and Bright Dust. And finally, Trial by Firing Squad. Win 20 rounds in Trials of Osiris. This will award a Trials of Osiris weapon, Challenge XP++ and Bright Dust. Speaking of Bright Dust, we have our Eververse for the week of January 24th, 2023. Available this week for Bright Dust, we have the Dance Off Exotic Emote for 3,250 Bright Dust, the Winning Streak Exotic Sparrow for 2,500 Bright Dust, the Vex Incursion Entrance Legendary Transmat Effect for 450 Bright Dust, the Neopop Wave Legendary Shader for 300 Bright Dust. The Camping Exotic Emote for 3,250 Bright Dust. The Dastardly Stash Legendary Emote for 700 Bright Dust. The Standout Pose Rare Emote for 400 Bright Dust. The M3D1 Angelos Exotic Sparrow for 2,500 Bright Dust. The Dynamo Current Stride Ornament for the Hunters. The Thunderous Impact Greaves Ornament for the Titans and the Arclight Boots Ornament for the Warlocks, each for 1,200 Bright Dust. The Three Glowing Dawns Exotic Weapon Ornament for the Trinity Ghoul Exotic Bow for 1,250 Bright Dust. And finally, the Neiman Projection Legendary Ghost Projection for 1,500 Bright Dust. Hello. As a reminder, your daily Legendary Lost Sector will show you a flag outside which will give you details of champions and burns you'll find inside. But, if you're new to the game or you're using an alternate character and can't find the flag outside, you will have to run through the Lost Sector normally to have it show up on your map as a legend slash master. Tuesday, January 24th will be the Concealed Void on Europa for Exotic Helmets, Solar and Void Elemental Shields, Solar Burn with Overload and Barrier Champions. Wednesday, January 25th will be Perdition on Europa for Exotic Boots, Arc and Void Elemental Shields, Arc Burn with Overload and Barrier Champions. Thursday, January 26th will be Sepulchre on the Throne World for Exotic Gauntlets, Solar and Arc Elemental Shields with a Solar Burn, Unstoppable and Barrier Champions. Friday, January 27th will be Extraction on the Throne World for Exotic Chess, Arc and Void Elemental Shields and Arc Burn with Overload and Unstoppable Champions. Saturday, January 28th will be the Chamber of Starlight on the Dreaming City for Exotic Helmets, Solar and Void Elemental Shields, Solar Burn with Overload and Unstoppable Champions. Sunday, January 29th will be Aphelion's Rest on the Dreaming City for Exotic Boots, Void Elemental Shields, Stasis Burn with Unstoppable and Overload Champions. And finally, background to Monday, January 30th will be the K1 Logistics on the Moon for Exotic Gauntlets, Solar and Arc Elemental Shields, Void Burn with Overload and Barrier Champions. Lead the way. Our second featured Grandmaster will see us face off against Hashladun, Daughter of Crota, in the Scarlet Keep over on the Moon where you have a chance to get a Pinnacle Engram if you complete the Nightfall with a score of 100k or more. This Nightfall will require you to own the Shadowkeep expansion to play. You will be able to earn high-end gear for your characters including the Nightfall featured weapon, Exotic Gear, Enhancement Cores, Enhancement Prisms, Ascendant Shards and Adept Mods. The higher the Nightfall difficulty, the more common the drop will be, with the featured weapon and Exotic Gear being uncommon at Hero difficulty to being common with Ascendant Shards in Grandmasters. 
Legend and Low Nightfalls will have seven barrier champions and three unstoppable, with 18 solar and 23 arc shields. Masters will have 16 barrier and four unstoppable, with 18 solar and 12 arc shields. Your adept nightfall modifiers will be Fire Pit, when defeated, acolytes spawn fireballs that cause damage over time. Hero modifiers include all previous modifiers. Champions Foe, you will face barrier and unstoppable champions. You can either use intrinsic exotics or equip anti-champion mods to your arm armor to defeat them. These mods come from the seasonal artifact. And extra shields. Legend modifiers include all previous modifiers. Equipment locked, you will be unable to change equipment once the mission starts. Match game, enemy shields are highly resistant to all unmatched elemental damage. Arc elemental burn, plus 25% arc damage dealt, and plus 50% arc damage received. Arc and solar shields, Hashladoon serenade, arc damage is increased, knockback damage and distance is also increased. Master modifiers include all previous modifiers. Champions mob, this mode contains additional champions. Togetherness, base health regen is reduced. If near another player, health regen is increased. And Grandmaster modifiers. Chafe, radar is disabled. Limited revives, gain additional revives by defeating champions. Joining progress is disabled. Extinguish, if your fire team falls in a restricted zone, your team is returned to orbit. The Grandmaster modifiers do not include Pestilence, Togetherness and Ashes to Ashes. Your anti-champion artifact mods for this week's Nightfall are... Anti-Barrier Bow and Pulse for 1 energy, Unstoppable Hand Cannon for 1 energy, Grenade Launcher for 7, and a Low Entropy Superconductor where Stasis and Arc Melee abilities stun Unstoppable Champions for 1 energy. You also have exotic weapons and armor that can help with intrinsic mods as well. For Anti-Barrier, the Kinetic Bow Wishender, the Kinetic Linear Fusion Rifle Arbalest, the new Kinetic Pulse Rifle Revision Zero, the Solar Energy Hand Cannon, Heriander's Vow, the Solar Heavy Sword, the Lament, and the Titan Exotic Gauntlet, Second Chance, which gain a second charge of your Shield Throw Melee, which becomes Shield Piercing and stuns Barrier Champions. And for Unstoppable, the Kinetic Fusion Rifle Bastion, the Kinetic Hand Cannon Malfeasance, the Solar Energy Sidearm Devil's Ruin, the Void Heavy Bow, Leviathan's Breath, and the Hunter Gauntlet's Atheris Embrace, which have the chance to stun an Unstoppable Champion with their Empowered Weighted Knife. The Nightfall featured weapon to obtain next week will be the Arc Rapid Fire Frame Pulse Rifle, Horrors Least. Horrors Least is a Rapid Fire Frame Arc Pulse Rifle with a base impact of 23, base range of 34, and stability of 49. It can roll with Kill Clip, Vorpal, and Frenzy, with Zen Moment, Under Pressure, and Heating Up. It has the origin trait of Stunning Recovery, where if you stun a champion, you partially refill the magazine, trigger health regen, and improves your recovery for a short duration. And Vanguard Vindication, where final blows with the weapon grant a small amount of health. Delightful! And finally, Lord Shaq brings Team Scorch to the featured Crucible playlist for the eighth week of the season. Team Scorch is the 6v6 PvP mode where all players wield a Scorch Cannon. Equipped weapons and abilities cannot be used in this game mode. Movement abilities e.g. lift, jump and glide, sprint and emotes can be used. Players are forced to use a Scorch Cannon that cannot be dropped. The Scorch Cannon has 100 ammo, which is replenished on respawn. Matches have a 7 minute timer. Players have a 3 second respawn timer. Kills give plus 1 point each. The first team to reach 60 points wins. 
If the timer runs out before the team reaches 50 points, the team with the largest score wins. The player's current and longest kill streaks are shown at the top of the screen below the score. Plus, don't forget Saint 14 returns at the weekend for Trials of Osiris. As a reminder, Trials of Osiris is a 3v3 PvP high stakes variation of elimination. Only available from Friday Reset until Tuesday Weekly Reset, Trials gives every player the chance to show off their PvP skills to obtain some of Destiny's most sought after weapons and armour. Players that compete in Trials of Osiris will have all of their games tracked through a passage card, a ticket purchased from Saint 14 in the lower hangar of the tower. Winning rounds and matches in Trials will grant exclusive weapons, armour, pinnacle gear, masterwork materials and even adept gear for the most skilled players who can reach the lighthouse with a flawless ticket of 7 games won with no losses. 5 round wins will bag you that match for your passage card. By competing in Trials you do have a chance to pick up 2 pinnacle engrams from playing each week, one from 50 round wins and the other from winning 7 games. These do not have to be done all in one go, but you do have to complete them before the weekly reset. That is amazing. But before you go, we have a few more things to go over for next week. There is double XP in the Crucible this week, so if you're still missing that sweet new ritual weapon, the Velisex Pulse Rifle and Crucible Ornament, the Volisex, then this will be a good week to boost those ranks. Also, don't forget we only have five more weeks of the season left for you to complete any missing moment of triumphs for this previous year's activities. Plus, you can earn in-game and bungee store rewards. Guardian down. And that's it for our eighth week of Season of the Seraph. So, shall we talk about the hotfix that happened this week? 6.3.0.4, um, as um, provided by Parody. Sure can. All right, we did have a hotfix this week, and I know you guys love hotfixes. So, on Wednesday... Yes, Wednesday, January 18th, we got Hotfix 6.3.0.4, which Respawn and I waffled a little bit about last week on when these changes were actually going to go live, and they, that answers our question, January 18th. So as you hear this, these changes are all live. So we had our Grandmaster Nightfalls reduce the power level requirements from a plus 25 to plus 15 over the power cap, which basically means players can now enter the Grandmaster Nightfalls at the power cap of 1580 during this current season, season 19. So if you've been trying to grind to get to some, you know, absurd level to get into the Grandmaster, if you're 1580, you can get in the door. It's going to be a hard door. You're, you may not like the door, but you can get in the door now at 1580 light level. For those of you who have just been hunting your Gambit, you know, your Gambit Dredgen, which I know, I know you're out there doing it. I know you've just been waiting for the week to get your Dredgen title. Bungie has changed the requirements for the Gold Coins Gilding Triumph. Instead of having to win 30 games you just have to play 50 matches five zero matches that's one fallout video worth of gambit matches and you will have that uh, gold coin requirement done and if you do win some of those games it grants you bonus progress so you may not have to play all 50. you may have to play less than 50 games versus trying to get 30 wins which can be many many more than 50 games if you're trying to do dungeons in duality you know, another fix they fix an issue where the final encounter would not drop rewards repeatedly while it's the weekly featured dungeon doesn't sound very featured so it should now actually be featured and inspire the watcher they improve the audio of the supplicant spawns in the final encounter for gameplay and investment we have some vendor focusing again things that bungie tweeted out last week and put in the twab the focusing costs on weapons and armor for trials of osiris the iron banner crucible and gambit have had their legendary shards cost reduced from 50 to 25 
and the glimmer requirement from 10,000 to 5,000. So both of those cut in half. And they reduce the cost of focusing Trials of Osiris Adept weapons from 250 to 50 legendary shards. So that's from 250 to 50 legendary shards. So respawn, you should now have some legendary shards since you won't be putting all of them into focusing across all the vendors. For armor, they fixed an issue where the Iron Companion armor set was not counting towards the Ganora's Seal Triumph, and an issue where players were unable to reset their artifact if they had no artifact unlock points available. Which is very silly, because you shouldn't need that to do it, but those were both been fixed now. As a result, I'm guessing of that fix, when you logged into the game after Wednesday, or if you haven't logged into the game yet, your artifact will be reset completely, so you, you will have all of your artifact... Uh, unlocks available to you, but you will need to unlock the artifact mods again. So if you jump into an activity and go, why are my anti-barrier things not anti-barriering anymore? It's because you need to apply the things back to your artifact. For weapon changes, they've increased the deep sight weapon drop rates on all raids and duality dungeon. So hopefully they'll drop more often, maybe? Fixed an issue where the fire and forget had more visual kick than other aggressive frame linear fusion rifles. That's the new one from this season. They fixed an issue that prevented the Legacy Ambush Artifact mod from working, so it should work now. Fixed an issue where the Sprint reticle was missing from the player's HUD when sprinting. Fixed an issue where the Hierarchy of Needs bow displayed an incorrect icon in the kill feed. I think it was showing an SMG icon before, something like that. They also fixed an issue where the Hierarchy of Needs exotic bow arrow was delayed after drawing the first arrow. So that's good times. They fixed an issue where the volatile detonations triggered at a higher than expected cadence, which is too bad because volatile detonations are just the right cadence, Bungie. You had it just perfectly. It's wonderful for clearing ads and strapping detonators to their chests. They also fixed an issue where the Bray Inheritance trait granted more ability energy than intended on machine guns and swords. And then they also updated the reconstruction perk description in all non-English languages. Don't know what it was before, but uh, hopefully it's more correct now. And finally, they fixed an issue where the Seraph Cipher mod Triumph was not progressing properly. They added an emblem metric for the collection score, and dawning currencies can now be dismantled in stacks after the event has concluded, instead of having to delete them one by one by one. And that is your hotfix, 6.3.0.4. For this week at Bungie, on January 18th, 2023. These changes are in the game, so go play it, go enjoy it. And back to the rest of the show. Well, that was beautifully read parody. Thank you very much for that. There you go. And it, it answered all the questions that Respawn and I waffled about last week of when is this going live? Now. It's all live now. Um, mm. There you go. But now we can have a quick chat. I'm saying quick, you know about the build crafting evolve that people wants to talk about this Dude, is the yes. that came out at the beginning of the week on january yes. 18th oh my so god we we'd, we'd leave it till now because we we don't know when he's going to show up and he want to talk about something now is there a respawn rant with any of this can we just get this out of the way now no no, no, no not yet not yet not yet all good vibes is oh, that because you no, no I do have concerns, but I don't know how they're going to change it, so I'm not going to complain yet. Can I because just they said, are your good vibes though? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, it, I'm generally happy about it. Is it via an Astacross video? No. So, you've so whose read video did you watch? Yeah, whose video did you watch? 
which lens which lens are we are we enjoying this vibe through for mine yours you yeah. haven't done a video on it no, no no i haven't done a video i don't <laughs> actually know where you i got didn't. the information from i think you I think i read, read it no no i did i read a thing that somebody no. posted was it bungee.net no no <laughs> One of them like hey respawn you should check this out I did. Yeah, as soon as it dropped, I posted it in our chat because I thought, ah, you know, please... There you go. <laughs> must have been you... it. <laughs> you funny. Uh, but uh, no, no, dude, super. Su- su- I'm, I'm, I'm conditionally happy about it, right? Because I have builds for everything, <laughs> and with my memory, I can't remember what piece of armor goes to what build. I hate that, right? And then more importantly, what mods I used on that build. It's, it's a nightmare for me. So. Every I have hold on. If I look at Dim right now, just for my hunter, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. See, that's 11, that's 12, my big 13, question. 14, 15, is 16, how is 17, this going to affect our builds we already have in Destiny Item Manager? <laughs> so, I mean, the the long and short of it, the TLDR of this is that over the last few years, that that Bungie has been expanding on their build crafting, yep. but you you haven't been able to do it without a third party app involved. Correct. And what they want to do is actually put this in game. No, no, no. What they're doing. Oh, yeah, okay. What they are doing yeah. is after years of letting the third parties kind of develop these things and go through all the, the legwork and all the... the but the it's, not just that. it's not just that. It's more than that, guys. He's, he's being too slow and they got to go in like 13 minutes. So let me speed it up, okay? No, it's, not just, it's not just build crafting. On top of build crafting, they're removing all of the elemental conditions for mods. Oh, which yeah, is going to make build crafting right. even better. And they're consolidating a lot of mods too, right? And more importantly, when we're talking about mods, mods up, upcoming on season passes are going to be Wait for it. Passive. You won't have to equip anti-barrier. You won't have to equip freaking uh, unstoppable. You won't have to equip uh, whatever the third one is that I can never remember. Overload. <laughs> right? Overload. And un- <laughs> right? As you unlock them on your season pass, you'll have a list by your season pass of active, passive, that sounded weird, of your passive uh, uh, buffs that are going on right now. So but there is a caveat there to that. forever. There is what? a caveat. There is a there is a limit of twelve. You can have yes. twelve of them active at, at any given time, yeah, and you you, you can reset it without any penalty of having to pay X amount of dollars or glimmer, mm-hmm. as we call it, to reset it and then change what mods that you want to be selectable. So there is that added benefit. So we've gone through the the routine of unlocking you could only unlock like 12 of them people complained so bungie said yes you can unlock all of them and then just put whatever ones you want on your armor you just do what you want to do now we've gone back to the other system and you can just refresh it without kind of having to worry about it and they're intrinsic you don't even have to. that's complain. right that's right but that's i mean awesome. you're limited to 12 but hell you couldn't use more than 12 today uh, I, I want to see somebody with 12 mo- more than 12 mods on right now from the, to be from honest, the there, thing. there's only about half of the mods each given season's artifact that I ever use anyway. Exactly. There's some exactly. that I unlock just to unlock, but I'm never going to actually put on anything. You're going to use the champions, right? You're going to use whatever weakened thing. So this this time champions it's, it's grenade launcher. Next That's one it. might be grenades, whatever, right? Whatever weakens the enemies. You know, and then, you know, like just like stuff that's going to buff your overall elemental gameplay, right? But yeah, the fact that they're removing elemental 
stuff from the mods is amazing. That's going to dramatically change your build crafting abilities, right? But at the same time, the part when that you, concerns when that, me... That, that, when you're saying that they're removing the elements from the, the mods, what are yeah? you talking about? Okay, let's say, for example, a Reaping Wallmaker. You have to put that on a void piece of armor. Okay. Right? Yeah. Come this season, you can put it on any piece of armor. This season, they remove the void right. component of it. Are we talking about Lightfall, which is in next month? Yeah. Okay, just checking. Yeah. So the, they're, they're removing the elemental requirements of the mods. I'm not so sure all... if they're removing the elements of the armor itself, but I know they're removing them from the mods. Right. So all of my Kickstart things will no longer need a stasis piece of armor to put them in? That's Ooh, correct. That's good. Also, yeah. what I was thinking about is, you know, the Arc Armor, we have the Arc Armor mods. There's the right. Powerful Friends and the other one that goes with it that boosts you, gives you plus 20 that in, um, no, it gives you plus 20 in strength and, then, and 40 in mobility if you have the combination of the, the two perks. I can't remember what ones they are. 40 in mobility? 40? 40 in mobility and 20 no, in strength. 20. They're both 20, homeboy. Are you sure? I'm, as a hunter, yes, I am sure it's 20 mobility. <laughs> it's on every piece of armor I own. Yes. Well, then you should know what it's called. Powerful Friends is the mobility one. And what's the other one that you can put along with it that gives you the strength? That one, my friend, is going to be... Uh, Radiant Light, plus 20 yes, to strength. That one. Yeah, so Powerful Friends is plus 20 mobility, and Radiant okay. Light is plus 20 to strength. I do apologize. I thought it was 40. Originally, it must have been 40. I wish it was 40. Woo! Yes, sir. I, I believe it was. It was. I swear it was 40 when it first came out. I wish. Mm. Okay, maybe it wasn't. Maybe, maybe it was like 20 per each. Never mind. I'm mm -hmm. tripping. Sorry. It is 20 per each. But I heard that uh, they, they can trigger each other. If you have one on one piece of armor and one on the other piece of armor, the fact yeah. that they're both arc trigger each other. So that's pretty cool. I didn't know that beforehand. I thought it had to be that same piece of armor had to have another arc. Oh, you can put another arc piece of armor. If you only want one of those mods, you can trigger the effectiveness of having another arc uh, mod on there just to have like plus 20 in mobility. Yeah. You don't have to get the plus 20 in stability and have both of them. I like to have both of them because I'm a Titan, you know? True. Does Radiant, I mean, Radiant Line might be stackable. So could you stack a 20 on a 20 and get to your 40 that way? No, it, it was stackable, but it isn't now. No, not anymore. Okay, like that GG does say, it does stack with similar it, it mods. So yeah, it varies maybe similar mods, but not the same mod. Yeah, because because like I tried to put it on uh, my cloak one time, and it was grayed out. I'm like, dude, WTF? And I couldn't figure out what was going on. And then I realized, oh, it's on my chest piece already. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. It used to be when they first came out that you could get like a hundred mobility by just putting each one on your armor pieces. And it would uh -huh. kind of trigger. So you'd be able yep. to get 100 mobility, and then you'd be able to kind of get your armor to do other stuff like resilience and recovery and, you know, other mods. But it was an expensive mod, dude. It cost five. So five on each armor piece only left you with five to play with. Three yeah, to four, okay. depending on the whether you go with resilience or discipline, right? Or, or recovery. Back then, recovery was a big thing, and that was five. So there's your other five right there, mm. right? So... <laughs> So basically, anyway, basically yeah. Bungie have looked at what the other, you know, um, apps are doing with mm. build crafting and being able to, I mean, let's face it, in Destiny Light Manager, you can build 
hundreds of different loadouts all different things and oh, yeah. like you guys pointed out to me a only a couple of weeks ago it will even change the mods for you as well now as sure. well as your ghost your ship your, your sparrow uh anything that you want to kind of build it will now kind of all do that bungie are now implementing that into the game in lightfall and with that you are only limited to 10 slots so i don't know whether they're actually going to take into account your first 10 if you've already got them built in destiny item manager or how destiny item manager is going to interact no they don't and, and since you brought that up uh they did specify and this is the part that concerns me they did right. specify that you're not going to be able well you're they said the word might you might not be able to copy your current builds one for one right well so well, you're definitely not gonna be able to because there's things that are changing like there's exactly I mean, there's, there's there's things they're reworking so they may not work in the current set what I, yeah, the big question I, and I think all of us want to know is, can I, you know, will this be available through the API or can I still, will the APIs that we're using today with things like Destiny Item Manager still work in Lightfall? You know, there may be some time, you know, to wait for updates, you know, while the developers of DIM get them working, but will I still be able to have mods in DIM? Can I go to that YouTube link, hit that DIM link and say, let me load up this, you know, load up the thing, plug oh. in the booty, tells me to run. And then you know play around with it, or is it well, only when the going API to be changes? The then it's going to have to change. You know, yeah. Will they be there? Like, will there be yeah. synergy? Will there be synergy with it, or will there be a short period of time where there won't be? You know, Dim will have I'm, to come I'm thinking, update. And... That's what I'm saying. Dim's going to have to update. Yeah, exactly. Right. But will you know? So so, but will I be limited now to ten mod slots? or 10 loadout slots period full stop and there is no other way to build these or that's what i want to know is no, no, no. they're not going to close it off yes they're, you're still going to be able to do it with them i guarantee it i promise you. i hope so right, because go. unless they close that, off the that, api that, respawn said he guarantees that unless so they close the api back, off we will the, take him out they're still going to be able to do it like they always have been you know but the thing about it is that, that that's the best part that everybody's overlooked that nobody's talking about is currently, if you wanted to change a build with Dim, you have to be in orbit or you have to be in the tower or yeah. you have to be in the enclave. You yeah, cannot be space. in an activity. Once you start an activity, even activities where you can change your armor, it won't let you do it. Yeah, well, but you Bungie oh, yeah. specifically okay. said you can change your loadout on the fly anywhere. Yeah, that is a good thing. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, yeah, but yeah, because it'll all be in-game at that point. You're not relying on any APIs to do it for you. Yeah. yeah. So even if you are limited to 10, right? You have 10 in-game, and then you have another 15 on on them, right? Have your most common 10 in-game, and for like the one-offs, like, oh, you know, I'm going to go play Gambit for the first time in a month. Have your Gambit one on dim, right? Send that bad boy over. And then just have your most common 10. That way, no matter what you're doing, boom, 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 you're good, you know? Uh, what I want to know I is so. whether Dim is going to be able to, like you said, have like as many builds as you want to kind of have kind of stored. You can then click on the button, get them on the game, in the game. And then once it's in game, go to the screen and say, right, I want all of this saved as loadout number one. And then you can pick and choose, like you can delete a loadout and go, right, Destiny Item Manager, I want this one, this one, this one, this one, and this one. Use Destiny Item Manager as a kind of, still as a third party app that you you kind of want to kind of build, do, do a lot of build craft and then just copy and paste once it's, a, you know, click the button, it's on my character and now save it as a loadout in Destiny. 
or is the API going to work really well on the Destiny app? I mean, I don't use it that much. I find it quite slow and clunky compared to some of the other smooth apps that are out there. Uh, Little Light, Destiny Light Manager, you know, things like that. What I want to kind of know is how quickly it's going to be. I mean, the the screen, the screens that they're showing us with how it looks is pretty much how it goes with your character customization screen. And, you know, you, you can, it looks like you can name them as well, which is quite cool. So you can name that, you know, you want your raid loadout, you can have your weapons and then all your, your different perks on the weapons and then your mods on your weapons and then all your mods on your armor and how that's going to work out. But yeah. Yeah. I, I really want to know how much of this will be available outside of me sitting in front of destiny Two running on my console. Cause I you really the enjoy building, if you can build offline and then add it to the console. Yeah, yeah, if like, you can do it in the yeah, app, like, uh, you can yeah, do but, it. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I really enjoy, you know, pulling up YouTube. Build an in-game. You can probably theory craft, like, in an app or whatever, like them, but then go to the game and physically put the pieces where they go, maybe. Well, yeah, well, that's what I, because, you know, because today I can go watch it, I can go watch a video, I can hit that dim link, I can pull up dim, sure. you know, you know, I can pull, I can pull my armor pieces, my weapons together, my mods. Obviously, I need to be in the game to use it, but I can at least put those sure. pieces together. And yeah, if I have to masterwork something, I still have to go to the game, you know, to masterwork that piece of armor or something. But I can still like have that loadout ready to apply, and then just you know go make the final masterwork, or you know, so so the last mod will will slot it in or whatever. I I I want to I, I want to make sure that's available because honestly, if I have to sit in front of Destiny and build all this out in Destiny, the game, not in the app, not in Dim, not in some other place that's going to decrease a lot of my enjoyment of using and applying loadouts. I want to be able to do this while I'm not sitting in the game. Yeah. But that's what I was thinking is that if, if you've already got current builds or you want to kind of build craft, go to destiny Item manager and start looking at the different builds. Although I know things are changing up. So that when things do change up, destiny Item manager will update and say, right, this works with this and things. So once that's kind of all updated that you can use destiny Item manager to build whatever you want or build like the skeleton of it and then click the button it's in destiny 2 you can then say right duh, 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 right and save as whatever you want it to kind of save as and you know vice versa and how easy it's going to be to kind of delete them and re restart them afresh as well but the, there was something that was quite interesting is that they said where is it um they're reducing the pressure on armor energy by retuning armor mod costs as well so they're changing um yeah they're saying that they're changing the artifact perks to no longer require mod slots which we knew about because respawns already said but the armor um the actual armor mod costs are also going to be changing as well yeah and and this allays a lot of their fears because before when they were saying like you know we didn't want to they they had all those armor affinities because they didn't want you to open you know go to your armor slot and then see here's the drop down of every single mod so the new build crafting system basically fix you know resolves that fear of having to go to your you know your helmet and then see every single mod in the game of where to slot it in yeah because that was one of the reasons they give for gave for not wanting to do this and not removing the affinities previous to now mm -hmm. yeah there's there's a guy who's, who tweeted at dim saying um have you guys been given any advanced info on the upcoming api changes for the revamp mod system and new loadout api if there's going to be one I have over 150 loadouts in Dim. 30 isn't going to cut it. <laughs> a screenshot of his loadouts. And That's, Ben Hollis, one of the developers, says, says right Jesus. Now, yeah, so Ben Hollis, one of the developers, said, you know, nice collection. Right now, we don't know anything beyond what everyone else knows. 
uh, he's, he says we do strongly suspect that DIM will continue to play a crucial role in loadout management. So, okay. you know, the DIM developers don't know anything for sure, but I mean, th there are, based on their last Twitter post, uh, 6.9 million, almost 7 million loadouts in DIM. And Bungie would be insane to cut off that community and all that hard work to not <laughs> yeah. have those available, if not day one, you know, quickly thereafter, you know, having the APIs available to make that happen. So yeah, that's no all. That, that's what way, they can't but... answer. They need to see what the API is going to look like first to know whether or right. not they can access it. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully this will be this will be available through API, which Bungie, I mean, to their credit, has been very good at making all that stuff exist. I just so, hope that that's you know the case as they've built this out too. While we're here, let's talk about earning those mods because let's historically, talk about mods, baby. No, no. Let's talk about you and no. me. Let's no. talk about all the good things mods can be. Where let's we don't talk finish mods. things because respawn sings every three seconds. He gets or gives us a story. And then he says, "I didn't sing. Night Demon did it to me." Mm -hmm. So historically, mods were unlocked in a variety of ways. For most of you, it was waiting for Ada One in the tower to have them in stock every six to eight months when she felt like and it. and the uh, and the dude and uh and the dude. but now and, uh banshee 44 yeah at the yeah. moment if you're playing the game at the moment you have them all unlocked all the ones that are important at the moment so like all your war mind cells or your charge with light oh, don't talk Anything... about the war mind cells <laughs> okay we, we... yeah they're going away they're gone that's sad that's super sad i get why but all but... the other ones will be there you gotta realize, no, no, war mines were the first, the first um, type of build crafting you could they're do. They're going away. I don't care. They're dead. Uh, they're dead to me. Dead to me. They had their time. They're dead. gone now. They've been nerfed. Now they're being removed. Don't care about them anymore. Uh, so you respawned. They're so you, callous, parody. You as a guardian, right? All mods yeah. will be unlocked by achieving guardian rank six. Now, if you are confused, like I was reading this, and I was like, it depends on how long you've been playing. Guardian rank six. What are you talking about? There is a little link. Like, if you, I mean, I'll link this um, article, the build crafting article. But if you scroll down in the article, there is a little link that I clicked on that took me to a video, which was the Vidoc that they posted about Lightfall back about six months ago. And it, it jumps to the right point where it basically says that coming in Lightfall, that we will kind of have to relearn our guardians again and we can go through different ranking systems to learn how to use our guardians but as we are existing guardians and we have played this game for quite a long time we will initially start out at rank six nice. but new guardians coming in will have to kind of build up to that so i don't know how new you that they kind of class you if you start like the day before lightfall are, are you a, you know still a kinder guardian or are you a veteran we don't know but we'll have to ask there will be some time when, management when on that. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the Guardian Rank, yeah, the whole new Guardian Rank system comes in the lightfall with everything else we're getting, which I assume they'll give us some more details of. Because they, yeah, it's probably worth honestly going back and reviewing that Vidoc now that we're closer to time of here's sort of what they teased for us, and I assume the next level twelve will give us more in depth information on what these things actually are, how this actually shook out. You know, a lot of the screens were like, hey, this is an early screen. This could all change. So we're trying to determine what determines a new versus a, a, a veteran. We know we know what it says, but we don't know below. Yeah, we don't know what <laughs> what Bungie considers a new guardian this season, this year. What? What's a new guardian? We don't know. No. Accumulated XP. How many exotics you have in your vault? Who knows? Oh, yeah. What they are defining is that 
the champions. The the champions oh, are going to be dealt with I differently. So much. Go on, yes. tell, us, tell us about the it. If Oh, I, I just love that it's no longer like, okay, I'm going to play with these two weapon types the entire season because that's all I need to do with champions plus my grenade or something. They're going to actually let you use different weapons and different subclasses to deal with champions. Let. For barrier champions, you can actually use volatile rounds. You can use those. When a player is radiant, their attack is going to pierce those shields. Strand is going to have a thing. Overload champions, you can overload them by triggering jolt. Also, you can suppress them with Void and something with Stasis, you know, slowing with Stasis and probably something with Strand. For Unstoppable Champions, you can encase them in ice. You can shatter it through a solar ignition or you can stun them. And also Strand will have something you can do with Strand. <laughs> I appreciate, one, I appreciate they have not used the word redacted at all. So thank you for that, Bungie. And two, I appreciate Strand. that I can now use my subclasses native abilities to deal with champions. I no longer have to go, I've got my grenade launcher, I've got my hand cannon, well, you, I've got you my can pulse do that rifle. now though. That's just it though. You can do they're just expanding it. We can do like right now this season yeah, the yeah, the kind of, but no I mean not kind of this season for Stasis your 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 grenade handles unstoppables and your melee handles uh the overloads or vice versa, right? So that's today, right now happening. And then right. the same thing with your void, and then arc. We, yeah, they're, well, they're just expanding it to I do more use. things with more champions. You know. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and it's greatly increasing the number of weapons I can use. I no longer have to go in with you know these two weapon subtypes to deal with champions. I can use any weapon I want if it can apply you know the right flavor of yeah. damage. And as somebody pointed out, uh, not somebody, as AZ pointed out last night and again now in the chat, Collective Obligation, the Raid Pulse Rifle that nobody uses, next season we'll be able to apply all, uh, you, you can use that one weapon for all champions, is basically what it amounts to. Nice. Yes. Well, there you go. Because uh, it can apply weakness, it can apply volatile, and it can apply something else. And each one of those things is going to reply to each champion. That's Scorch. So with well, these changes, apply scorch. it doesn't. So, it's a void. <laughs> so with so with these mod changes, the armor mods, the, the sorry, the combat mod slot is going away. So many mods that once belonged to charged with light and elemental well subfamilies of mods will now fall under the revamp system known as armor charge and move to the armor slot specific slot. So this is this is what you were mentioning, wasn't it, with the warmind cells going away? Yeah. But they're not going away, are they? Yes. No, Warmind is absolutely going away. It will no longer be in Destiny. Come oh, season no. of Strand. Oh, no. You yeah. thought we were joking? No, yeah. they're, they're gone. Yeah, no. As an example of mods that aren't coming along for the ride are Warmind cells. They are a relic of a different time. They've already been nerfed in the past. They had a good run. But these mods will be deprecated and no longer available starting in Season 20. Mm -hmm. As we yep. make way for new options when you consider your build crafting and combat style. Gone are the days of picking up a Warmind cell and launching it at a combatant. So those are going away now. Which, I mean, Bungie's already nerfed them and basically said, don't use these. They're they're no good anymore. So now they're taking them out of the game entirely. Bungie so said, can't. I said, don't use these. Yeah. <laughs> I told you was. And they've also solved Elemental Wells. Or, sorry, evolved Elemental Wells. Ooh, they're evolved. They're better. How are they evolving? What do they yeah, do? Yeah, I didn't know about that. Break that down. Oh, while some of the mods, you know, you know, created them and you know benefited from elemental wells are being changed instead to focus on orbs of power. 
So some aspects of the elemental uh, wells aren't yeah. going away entirely, but instead they're instead of creating wells for each subclass, they'll now be based on damage type. So now mm -hmm. your ionic traces will give you arc, your new fire sprite will give you solar, your void breaches will give you, you guessed it, void, stasis <laughs> shards will continue to be used for stasis, no change, and uh, strand will do a thing that'll give you strand things. Oh, I know what strand will do. Strand will drop um, knitting needles yeah. with wool all along the floor. There you go. <laughs> yes. I was going to say mutagen, but that works too. Yeah. Somebody hurts you, and I'm concerned for your well-being, but... Well, it, it's either that or tripwires everywhere. Tripwires I can do. Hell, we already do that. We have a tripline grenade. Little bobbins of thread. That's it. Just little, little threads everywhere you have to go, you know, go collect. So is there anything so, else that we can kind of tell the people now that is relevant kind of before we kind of get to Lightfall, or is it going to be something that we, we're going to need to kind of clarify once we get there? There's there's nothing else in this, is there? I don't think there's anything else in this. It's it's yeah. It's basically going to be a lot of your systems are changing. Again, you're going to have the same you're going to have the same Legos in the sandbox to play with, but you're going to build <laughs> different things out of those Legos. Well, you know they're not going to be the same because that's we well, have to we, specify well, this. We don't give the wrong message. Colors and all the fitting consolidated, and you might not be able to do one for one. You well, might well, have well, to no, well, the, the Legos I was referring to is you're going to have arc, solar, void, stasis, and strand. Honestly, going back and, and reviewing that Vidoth and Nightingale we'll put in the show notes is probably worth your time as oh, we're well. getting closer to Lightfall because a ton of systems in the game are changing. Not just the build crafting, but the Guardian rank, the stats, the, the giving feedback to players, all of that's coming in Lightfall. It is indeed. So, we haven't got a response report roundup this week. So, no. Respawn is mum on the subject of that. Yeah. I, I haven't got any specific videos, unless you guys have. The only ones that I'm going to be putting in our show notes are the ones for doing the Operation Serif Shield. So if you haven't done those, what I have found out being kind of a step behind or a week behind is that you can do your weekly missions to generate the, to get to the point of getting the exo frames and you can literally run through the whole Operation Serif Shield and collect all the exo frames so you can get all the unlocks for the Revision Zero all at the same time if you want to now now that yes. they're all kind of there so you don't have to do it each week if you missed it out each week you can just as long as you've progressed the story to the points of getting those unlocks each week for those specific missions you can just run through it on legend one time and as long as you collect the exo frames along the way you'll be golden so i will put all those in the show notes of how to do and get all the little bullies if you haven't kind of done that yet yeah. Yep. And and that's a very important part you mentioned about remembering to collect the exoframe when oh, you yes. go through and do it. Mm -hmm. Because you can run it through with your friend blue screen and you can get to the end of it and go, no, you didn't. Hey, I <laughs> forgot to grab the one that's in the brig room because even though that was specifically why we were doing it, I forgot all about it. Oh, so I we ran it through on Legend again thing. a second time where I walked into the brig room and immediately went to grab that frame to complete the fourth mission. You know the the fourth uh, you know refit for yeah, the revision have zero. To finish the thing, yeah. But on the second time, we decided to run through flawlessly just to see if we could. Yeah. So uh, we 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 did it you know not solo flawlessly, but the two of us two manned it flawlessly on the legend, which wasn't bad at all. I just to see if we could do it. I've done flawlessly on the legend. It's not hard. It's really not hard. Yeah, like no, it's not bad. The, the jumping puzzle uh, was the most 
fraught thing of I can make these jumps, but do I panic when I land and launch myself into the abyss is the question. The jumping puzzle is not hard. The, the hardest thing about the whole thing is at the jumping puzzles, yes, but not the jumping puzzles. It's those knights and those shanks. You have to get close mm -hmm. enough for them to spawn and then back off and shoot them at a range. Because if you try to engage those knights, those shanks will kill you. There's no oh, yes. ifs, ands, or buts about it. They're going to kill you. I can last pretty long with my Laurelly Splendor and my Risk Runner, but the unfortunate thing is the Risk Runner doesn't shoot that far, so I literally have to yeah. be standing next to the knight, which I can still tank quite a lot of damage with that. Sure. Yeah. I, 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 I rock the Void, friend. and I use the the Void, the new the Pulse Rifle from this season with my Void build because it works beautifully. And all I do is tag one, pra, pra, I kill it, I go invis, I get an overshield, I shoot the next one, kill it, get invis, go overshield. <laughs> so yeah yeah i did the same thing with uh throw down the half wall getting over shield murder continue there you go yep but that's the thing you gotta back up because you can't you can't be close enough to where you're engaging with the knights and the shanks pick your battle and when i say pick your battle shanks first then knights <laughs> yeah yeah because yes. those shanks will murder you very very hundred percent so but yeah if you guys haven't got anything else, I think that could be the end of our very long or short show, depending on how long before you got here. Oops. It all depends. So I think yeah. this is where I tell the good people, thank you for joining us. Your Titans are parody and Night Demon. Your hunters, no one responds in real I'm life. I have to stop you. Stop. Oh, <gasps> you will. We need to thank a, a few people. We do. We do need to thank. You know, I even I even had it open and I I, I moved to the wrong tab and I forgot That's the it. lovely people. I wouldn't know what to people. do without you, but I I still need to remind you that you need to do these things. I would now. To be fair, I would have gotten to that point and then said, "Oh no, we never thanked the lovely people. We never we, thanked we, our we glorious utter dance troupe, people we threatened with a good time, or those who Deacon has blessed with her approval." So, which is all of you, to be honest. This is true. I mean, Deacon has blessed literally every single one of you. And respawn maybe more than most, but it's hard to say. Yeah. Yay! So yes, we are speaking about the good people who make this show possible. Viewers like you, because we're now our PBS. <laughs> Viewers like you, <laughs> listeners like you, who listen to our lovely show that has just have decided to go to patreon.com slash TTAH and say, let's send some, some dollars, some pounds, something their way, because we appreciate the good work they do. We appreciate that Zeb Orbit cannot be threatened with a good time. We've tried. We've tried to threaten him with a good time. Can't be done. The T-Rex King leads our Otter Trance Troop along with Dedicated Wham 64, Star Vortiger, the Scarlet KM. Phenomenal dancers. Have you seen their dance work? It is impeccable. Incredible. Yep. Now you do need to get out of the way because once they're done dancing, basically Salt, Carver 2782, Golden God 1562 are going to throw grenades. They're going to throw grenades right on top of Wee Noble and Zombie Pops. There's some grenades. It's, you know, it gets a little, a little dicey every now and again. Just be careful. Be careful after the dancing. You got to move quickly. And then finally, Lord Master Chaos, Dimwi, Dimwai. You know, we don't do pronunciations, we just do thank yous. And <laughs> renowned kindergarten PP Pipe, who we will be asking next season, what guardian rank are you and how does any of this work? Are all half deacons approval? <laughs> <Let's get her. laughs> mm -hmm. We'll be like, hey, how, how, how does this work? Because we, we don't know. We won't know. Absolutely. We not. appreciate you. We thank all of you. And thank you, Night Demon, for reminding me to thank them because, you know, we appreciate you. We appreciate that you like us and listen to us. And they're like, hey, here's some shekels to keep doing what you're doing. We love you. You love us. Everyone's happy now. So now, now I think, I think now this is where I can say thank you for joining us. You can.
Our titans are still parody of Night Demon. Our hunter is still no one responds in real life. What's up? Our lore scribe is not Arf. He comes from myths, he brings us lore, and then he vanishes again. Probably off on vacation, probably fixing diesel engines. He's actually, he is, he actually he is a renowned diesel diesel engineer of all time, not mm -hmm. Arf. You can email the show at two times and a hunter at hotmail.com. We're on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere as Two Times and a Hunter. Find the show wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on YouTube for every new episode, every weekly update video, and live streams. We have live streams. You can go to twotitansandahunter.com to get all the information about the show and where to listen to it. And if you want to join the Otter Dance Troop, threaten people with good times, throw grenades, or get blessed by the approval of Deacon like Salt Agrippo, patreon.com slash ttah. If you're looking for just a more, you know, casual coffee, you can go to coffee.com, ko-fi.com, slash two times and a hunter, and say, we appreciate you, but we're not looking for a long-term relationship. Here's a couple of shekels to do what you do. And if you want the thrill of live action and spicy language, head over to twitch.tv, slash no one responds in real life. Yo. If you want to keep it family friendly, like a proper British gentleman, head over to twitch.tv, slash two times and a hunter, where you can find their streaming schedules listed there for your enjoyment and entertainment. And just like the creature of the mist, he has appeared. Hello. Unpredictable, unknowing, unfathomable, not Arf. Yeah, good guy. Was that his intro? Hello, I'm here. I can he hear his intro, outro, our both outro. his intro and his outro all in one time. <laughs> he is the only one who gets the yeah. intro and the outro in the same breath. It's like driving through a small town and it says, welcome to and now leaving on the same sign. That's right. <laughs> I've seen that! That's why it's funny! <laughs> I love Dean! Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. I just thought it'd be funny to come in at the end of the podcast. Podcast? Uh, this is podcast, definitely not yeah. a podcast. Yeah, you you are a renowned diesel man. You are not a pond mechanic. It's no. different. <laughs> Even if it was your dream as a child. <laughs>